Intro, man, that gets me hype every time. I like the uh, the production value. You used to come in cold. I had no idea what to say. I know. <laughs> now I'm coming to podcast in a good mood, in a good H Town mood. A lot going on in the city. Uh, unfortunately, no NFL uh, primetime games for the Texans, but they gonna learn. They gonna learn. Yeah, it, I think it's a good thing, man. Because I'm, dog, low key, I'm actually very excited. Stay down I, until you come up, man. <laughs> And I know you you excited, too, because you ain't got to come up here on a Monday night. I was so happy, man. Look, to be <laughs> fair, they might flex. They can flex the games. Um, but I, I was very happy because these fucking primetime games are hell to work, especially when they have some bullshit. For a while, the Texans were doing goofy shit like they went to London and they went to Mexico. And those were the worst fucking games to work, man. Yeah. Like, the time was like 11, 10 a.m. start times. Yeah. The Mexico shit was crazy. It was a whole lot of problems. So. Yeah, I like the Sunday 12 p.m. Just keep it the same, man. Yeah. And uh yeah, we gotta we gotta show and prove. We're gonna show them. Yes. But uh we do we do uh have a special guest we gotta bring in a lot to break break down and talk about and things in the culture. Um so it's won't be so much of a sports show this time. We'll we'll more get into uh uh some things going on in culture, some topics we kind of skimmed on and we gotta get back to and circle around on. With a uh, media specialist, I'll call her. Yes, a very talented uh, radio radio host and all the things she's got a YouTube. She got she on TikTok. She's everywhere. Man. She have a she have her it. own radio show, man. She does. <laughs> very very talented radio host. Been been around the world and ah yeah yeah. She's been around <laughs> everywhere, man. She's been uh, pumping out content, and we love having her on the show for a. Uh, uh, combative, combative female perspective. You know, she's very, very, very aggressive. But I like that. I like the aggression. I like a, I like an aggressive woman. So, 
She's going to come in and kick your ass. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, now why she can't talk. Let me get all my shit out, okay? <laughs> Now, uh, we have the the lovely Jay Bell joining us again. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> I'm aggressive, huh? You are aggressive. But I, li- I like the aggression. I like it. It Explain makes for good. the aggression. I want to understand, what do you mean that I'm aggressive? You are aggressive. I mean, we know what aggressive means. And but you I, want, exude I want you that. to tell me how I'm aggressive. You're being aggressive right now. How about that for the definition? <laughs> I am simply asking a question. You're being condescending when you ask the question. And because you, you said something that offended you, me. There's nothing wrong with being a good look. It, it makes for good look. We, we all work in a radio game, okay? You can't be no soft-spoken nerd and be a radio host. <laughs> Okay, you got to bring the aggression. You got to bring the fire. But aggressive is such like a, it's a very condescending word. As you say, that acts condescendingly. It's a condescending (laughs) word. It's not. I mean aggressive in a good way. Look, we we have to talk about the difficult things and the controversial things. And we can't be tiptoeing around topics. We got to say what we mean and mean what we say. And I think you're somebody who means what she says and says what she means even though you be wrong a lot of times, you stand by it, and I respect that, okay? I do not be wrong a lot of times, number one. And number two, um, the last man that said that they like a certain thing about me, I'm still single, so I don't believe nothing oh, you're saying. Right, here Let's we keep go. it moving. Here we go, the scorned woman coming back Definitely again. Definitely ain't Look. scorned, just telling facts. <laughs> Definitely not scorned. We've we've all been through the ringer, J Bell. Okay, so it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Trying to talk shit, Let's go. (laughs) You see Troy on Facebook. What's going on, Troy? Everybody uh, joining in from the comments. We appreciate y'all. So yeah, let's just get to it, man. A lot to talk about. First up, let's do a wellness check with J Bell. We ain't talked to you in a minute. How you been, girl? How's the uh, radio game treating you? Mercury and retrograde has been kicking my ass. What does that mean? Like, everything is just out of whack. Everything is out of whack. Nothing is going right. It's just, it's more emotional than usual. That's what's going on. Well, other than that, my show is doing well. I'm sitting in top four, you know. Top four, six, all that. I'm top ten, so. Nice. (laughs) Let's go, then. I ain't got no extra money in my paycheck from that, but hey. I'm here. Hey, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, now, on that note, I have a question. Why, whenever a woman's life is in chaos, it's like some universal thing that's the issue? Like Mercury and record retrograde, um, the moon being in Aquarius, um, <laughs> whatever astrological bullshit is going on is the reason why y- your life is, is not going the way you might hope it to be. Because I feel like men don't get that excuse. You know, when we're going the through man, it, we can't be know, like, oh, you know, the moon's, the moon's in Taurus. So, I, you know. I got one I, I got one better. How would you feel, J-Bell, if a guy said that? If he said, yeah, you know, the mercury and the retro spread is it's all off. Um, First of all, I'd be like, why is you as a man? Like they be doing on Twitter. Why is you as a man know anything about mercury retrograde? And then two, I'd be like, man, I feel you. I'm in that with you. What's your sign? Oh, you are Aries right now? First of all, I don't even like Aries. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, Except for my mama. But 
I would have a conversation with him because obviously he knows about Mercury retrograde. That means we kindred spirits. Is that a red <laughs> flag if a guy know all about all that? Like, oh, not not on, know about. It depends not, on how much he's into it. Yeah, how much he's into it. Not know about it, yeah. but Ashley's into it. Like, I it. talk about it as, a, like, funny, as jokingly. Mm. Although, I really have been affected by Mercury retrograde this time around. Usually, I'm not. Like, I don't even care for it. But this time, all the stuff that was happening to me, yeah. How I do have you, to blame it on that. How do you know when it's around? Because I feel um, like I feel like my life always had it. So, <laughs> like, how <laughs> do I know if it's that? It happens usually three times a year, and you can, like, look online, just say, are we in Mercury retrograde? And it'll show you everything. And it'll even show you the signs that are actually being affected during that time. Now, do you feel like that's a little bit of confirmation bias to where you look for bad things to happen because of this universal phenomenon, and then when it happens, like, oh, yep, retrograde? Um... Not all the time. Like, have you ever had Mercury in retrograde and things were actually going pretty well for you? Yeah, because I got okay. this job. See, there um, you go. I got this job um, when I first got my new car. Well, when I first got my car back in 2018 um, after a major car accident. Yeah. Um, when I got my, my job in, when I moved back home to North Carolina, when I got a job there, it was around this time of year, Mercury retrograde. Change is always, for me, changes always happen around this time of year. So, yeah, I've, I've had good and bad changes. And I'll look it up sometime and I'll be like, oh, that makes sense of what's happening. Because otherwise in that, nothing really majorly bad happens to me for the rest of the year. But between March to maybe like June, the end of June, shit be happening. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say I definitely look at that. Okay, okay. I mean, that's typically the time where people be outside and in the mix, and that's when the summer love kind of kind of heats up or ends. So uh, I get what you I get what you're saying. That's really the the start of the new year when you think about it, because spring the changes, all the dead you know leaves in the winter, fall, winter, and then the things start breathing life into themselves again. You got to think about it like that. That's really like when the new year starts. Yeah, it starts in January legally and on paper. But when you think about the time that spring comes and how everything blooms that was already, that was dead once and it comes back in the bloom. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, that's when men and women get tired of each other too. Because, oh, you know, yeah. you got, you had the, the cold winter, the cold weather, y'all was cuddled up. Y'all was all hugged up on each other. Then summer come, y'all outside again. You start seeing other options, and then you start seeing the flaws. Mm. Like, why well, we always got to argue? I don't want this no more. I'm on Instagram. I see all my friends having fun at the pool party. I want to be at the pool party with the hoes, too. <laughs> Dog, did y'all see that pool party in Houston with, like, some wild mocha, shit going on? Mocha fest. Y'all mocha specs. Y'all mocha what specs the out fuck? there. That was a freak Nick type shit going on <laughs> at a Houston pool party. I'm like, what is, People what are we doing out here, People getting their peen sucked and yeah. they... The, the, they the, yeah, girls... <laughs> girl, yeah. So I seen some girl licking some carpet. <laughs> that shit I'm was... like, what? Glory of the Les at Freak Dick type party. No, it's funny because when I... Even the way she was licking... So when I first seen this, I'm thinking like, holy, this got to be... 
this got to be because I saw DJ Self, who was a New Yorker. He was like hosting something, so I thought it was in New York. And then when I seen uh, everybody kept saying that's Houston, I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't even know where that's at. I saw the flyers and stuff because um, what's his name online? I think his name is like Sean Mack, DJ Sean Mack out of Chicago or something. He hosted or he DJ one of the events. And then I saw the started seeing the videos online because people were talking about it. So I yeah, I did a quick tweet search and I was like, <laughs> what is the devil? <laughs> and then, like I said, the girl that was mm, licking the carpet. Yeah, the way she was, was licking it that was just throwing me off. <laughs> that was mad nasty. Like, I can what? understand in 94 when there was no video phones and all that, and there was just whatever you did just, for the most yeah. part, stayed there. They tried the, to hide they, it, they, they put the, that shit on you. The, cra- the crazy part that. about it is it was just random people just standing around like it's mm-hmm. like they had a concert, and then right next to them, they sitting there... Going at I it. Been, I would have been snitching. I'm like, Security. What? Security. Imagine just standing at a concert and somebody right next to you just going at it. I was like, I didn't know I like, was at orgy. I did not know this was an orgy. That is no, crazy. No, there was like, okay, so there was, there, was the vi- there was the video that showed two women giving head. The other friend tried to hide it. The blonde, the, she had the blonde hair. I was looking at this video. <laughs> she had blonde hair. She was trying to hide her friend who was... They both were second, but then the friend backed up, and the other friend came in and was giving a hit. <laughs> the other girl was pushing the dude forward, pushing his butt forward, and making him hump. You know, you know how uh, dudes do when they get their peen sucked. They move back and forth. And so, oh, okay. It's been so long, I don't remember how it works. Um, they was like going, it was hiding it. Then, then it was the girl that was licking the other girl's kitty. But there was also one more. I don't think you guys saw this, but there was one where the girl was sitting on the dude's neck and was getting she was getting oh, hit. Oh yeah. And then she fell down when she got caught on camera. Dang. You really broke this down. I Dang. know. You, you analyze I, this shit like yeah. the recruiter JFK assassination. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Are we at the Playboy Mansion? Like, is this? The I'm not gonna lie. I looked at that shit once and closed it. Like, that's enough for me. <laughs> But <laughs> I looked at it once. I looked at. I was nah, trying you, to figure you, you out what is going. Back, be honest. No, 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 no. I watched it once, but I kept looking at it because I was like, "What is happening?" And then I started noticing everything that was happening. But then also too, at some point, the video started coming down my timeline. I'm nosy. I'm gonna look at it, but I wasn't looking at it like that. Like I'm like, ooh. Ooh, a little freak action. And I was like, that's disgusting. Why are they in public doing that? Like, this, <laughs> come on, man, give you no home training. Yeah, that was uh, that, that was mad nasty, man. Um, <laughs> Troy said, you breaking down game film like that. Ain't no way you only seen it once. Yeah, now nah, you, Troy, you, you mind your business. Lot. You don't know what I be doing. <laughs> I'm a very good observer, Troy, so. Yeah, apparently, you got a photographic memory like Encyclopedia Brown. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I forget stuff all, every day. You can ask me what I talked about 15 minutes ago with you, and I, I forgot already. I believe it. So, no. <laughs> uh, Miguel, Miguel in the comments on YouTube. What's up, Miguel? Ask if we're going to break down the schedule. Man, not really. Um, we already reacted to the fact that there's yeah. no primetime games. Yeah. Um, I did notice uh, they play the Browns on um, Christmas on Eve. Christmas Eve. You going to go to that game? You got a family coming out? Figgy? 
Uh, yeah, my um, yeah, my family set me up the day or the next day. Was like, oh yeah, so you gonna be there and uh, can you get some tickets and yeah, they they would set me up. My, I think <laughs> I think my sister um trying to get down here too. So um, yeah, <laughs> I feel it's wild. I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like they put that game Christmas Eve to kind of hide it, somewhat how they did last time. Well, I don't want to say they hit last time, but this time I feel like they just threw it on Christmas Christmas Eve because it won't get that much attention like that for some reason. I don't know why. That's yeah, I, I don't know. NFL don't like the Texans. I don't think they like Deshaun Watson having any kind of. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. He's still I think, on that team. I thought the, they let him go. Nah, he, he nah, played for the paid Browns. Two hundred million guaranteed. He's gonna be there for a while. He's with the Browns. Yeah, yeah, he's so, in Cleveland. So now. the so the um, the Houston Texans traded him to the Browns, and the Browns uh actually gave him a two hundred thirty a new contract, two hundred thirty million dollars all guaranteed. So it's way more than what oh, he was okay. making before. My, That's what I'm saying. I thought he was with the because you sounded like he was still with the Texans. No, so I thought no, he got no. let go from. He's the playing. Texans. They're playing in Houston on yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, he come back. Which is crazy that, like, ever since he's left Houston, he's had to play in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first game back was in Houston, and now he's got to play on Christmas Eve. Barring injury, of course. Timothy yeah. says, got my tickets all ready for that game. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, of course, we're rooting for the Browns to tank this season because we have their pick. Hopefully they lose badly. Um, but I don't know. Who knows now? Who knows? Yeah. Apparently the NFL ain't got no kind of faith in the Texans because they don't have any kind of Monday night football or any Sunday night football. They don't have any of that going it, on. It's, I think they don't it, have any Thursday night football games either? Nope. And that's usually a trash mm. matchup too, that's so what, they didn't even get I, that. I, yeah, I thought everybody have a Thursday night. I just realized that. Damn, that's crazy. No, nah, they, uh, they change. It used to be like at least every team. They every changed team got the uh, scheduling for this year. Damn. And it used to be like they every team at least got like a Monday night football game, I believe. Yeah. And no, now I think, they said I think it was Thursday. Every team got a Thursday. Yeah. Night. And yeah. and now they're like it, it doesn't matter. Which yeah. I get it because yeah. I mean, look, if you and Amazon paid a lot for them rights. Yeah. Should mm-hmm. they have to air the Texans it, if they suck? And it was bad last year too. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of their games was pretty bad. So yeah. So yeah, they 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 charge a lot for those TV rights. It's it's not fair to have like shitty teams on these nights, man. They should have, like, at least decent competition. And we don't know the Texans are where they won three games and they got a rookie quarterback coming in. So, I don't know. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm prepared for the worst. So, Ernesto says, Friday night, COD, Modern Warfare 2, and Jim's and Juice Stream, let go. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all still on Call of Duty, man. I I tried Modern Warfare 2. I couldn't get into it, man. It was too... Like, I'm getting too old for them high-paced shooting games, man. I was getting stressed out. My blood pressure was rising. Yeah. I couldn't do blood it. Blood pressure over a video game? Look, you don't understand, J. Bell, okay? You, know, you, 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 you sound get, very you, aggressive. I'm just saying. <laughs> these games are, are hot and intense, and you're playing against uh, kids on Adderall. Okay, <laughs> these motherfuckers. That's what I need to be on. Shoot, shoot from stuff. halfway across the map. I'm like, how the fuck you even see me, man? Yeah. So, is is very very stressful playing Call of Duty. Uh, shoot, it's stressful playing the games. Game. Period, though, man. <laughs> Don't game. All them games stressful. <laughs> I stopped playing video games at the Super Nintendo. 
No, damn. damn. A long ass time ago. You get you a, they, they, they done uh, got real people in the games now. They got yeah. voices too. People yeah. actually talking games now. Yeah. You need to sit, do, you need I don't to, have time for none of that. You got to sit down and watch Resident Evil one day. Hell <laughs> the, no. The I watched the, the actual movie. I'm good. Uh, the movie's off. You got to watch yeah. the game. I don't care. That was enough for me to realize I don't want to play play against zombies. <laughs> that that game is that game is intense. Like I had I to cut it, it off a couple times. Like man, nah, I I can't play the game at night. And you want me to play? <laughs> this one that got I got bad nerves. I'll be waking up in the middle of the night screaming. No. That's how it is. Ernesto says, I play knockout on Modern Warfare. Pretty much only 6v6. You can be revived. Once the team is wiped out, game is over. Super fun. That seems fun, man. Maybe I'll give it a second try. I don't know. Uh, I'll try Warzone a few times, and that Battle Royal shit is too stressful, man. I'd be dying too quick and got to restart and shit. I can't do it. That's why respect to that, man. Super Mario Brothers and call it a day. Hey, I I still fuck with Super Mario. Speaking of which, did any of y'all ever see that Mario movie? No, the new one? Yeah. No. I mean, there's mm-hmm. only I mean, is it out? not one way back in the day with John Leguizamo. I was about to say, it is another one. That's why I, uh, that's the why new I one. The new one. Why would I ask if you saw that one? If I asked if you saw the Mario movie, you think I'm talking about the one that came out in 1994 or the one that came out like a month ago? I'm 37 <laughs> years old. You think I'm going to go see Super Mario Brothers at Why my age? not? I, look, if wait, aren't you a Marvel girl? A Marvel girl? A uh, Marvel girl. You I'm like go the, the MCU movies? I mean, I go see the ones I really. I, so I really you go can see. go see motherfucking Spider Man, but you can't see Super Mario. Listen here, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I'm so invested in Marvel is because I started from the beginning. Of like. When I'm when I say the beginning, I mean like with Robert Downey Jr. I I'm not talking about the comics. So not the real beginning. Yeah, not the like real beginning, Blade but like and the Wesley MCU. Snipes and them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even with that with Blade. Oh, I love Blade. Don't talk to me about Blade. Blade. Okay, okay, I watch okay. Blade over and over again now. I'm excited <laughs> for the new one. That's coming. It keeps out. getting pushed back though. Yeah, I'm kind of worried part. about that. Yeah. And it would be. <laughs> I hate to. I, let me shut up. Go ahead. Come on, say it. Don't no, be scared. No, you can't back down now. I just feel like, you know. This nigga's scared. Ain't nobody scared, man. I just told you I had a DJ setting. Fuck like, that shit. Stop being scared. Kiss my. You gonna nigga. say Marshala is ugly or something? No, no. I just feel like because of. Since the beginning, since they announced that Blade was coming down, they've had issues. And it's just, I don't know why they can't get it together with this movie. They, they lost a director, and so they just had another one sign on. And then something else happened after that. And then um, now the, the writer's, writer's strike. strike. Just happened, yeah, so, and so yeah. everything has stopped, and so they had to push it back again. So to me, I feel like, I don't want to say it's a sign that maybe they shouldn't do the movie, but, like, come on. I think they had to cast somebody else new in it, too, or something. Like, they've had a lot of issues since they announced that the movie was coming. And I'm, I am I want to see it. I'm excited to see it. And I hope in some way they include Wesley Snipes in it because he's the original Blade. They can't leave him out, you know. But who's to say, like, when this movie is going to actually come out? Because I think the original time was, I think, either next year or 2025. 
we don't know how long this writer's strike is going to go on. And then even when they do get back or they come up with an agreement for people to get back to work, we still don't know how long it's going to be before the movie actually comes out. So in my opinion, people are going to lose interest in it because they already have their lineup for all the other movies that are coming out whenever they do, you know. And on top of that, people are starting to feel some type of fatigue after Ant-Man 3 mm-hmm. and then all that shit that happened with Jonathan Majors. So it's just the timing of them dropping this movie or, like, trying to still work on it. Maybe they need to just take a pace. Mm. I don't want to hear anything else about it until it's, like, full throttle to it's, like, dropping, you know? Like, I just feel like it's, it's a bad omen for all the shit that they've gone through so far. That's just me. No, I, I agree. Um, whenever a movie has a lot of production issues, that's usually a sign that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I think a director leaving is a huge red flag. You know, there's a... I, I think Marvel is just... I think it's difficult for di- for directors to get their vision out on a Marvel movie. Yeah. Because Marvel had and Disney, they have these standards. You got to do it this way. This movie got to set up the next thing. Mm-hmm. And a director is more artistic. They're like, I want to make this movie the way I want to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know how it's going to go, man. But I'm worried about it. I think they're going to uh, Disneyfy it. It's not going to be the same type of blade shit we're used to. Well, and I haven't seen Guardian of the Galaxies 3. I'm hearing, I'm hearing really good. I heard good. that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I seen it. But it was pretty good. I do feel like between Iron Man... The director for that, John Favreau. Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Favreau. And James Gunn, which now who's at DC Comics, yeah. Marvel's lost. Um, I can't say that that's for sure because I feel like both of those directors and Ryan Coogler have been able to get out their visions um, in particular. I feel like with Blade, it's a touchy subject because Wesley Snipes was the original character, and he's the one that basically produced the movie out of his pocket to get it done. How do you rectify, or not rectify, sorry, that's the word. How do you resurrect that character and make it bigger and better than what us millennials have already seen? Like, Wesley Snipes was a badass Blade. What is, uh, what's his name, Mashala? Mashala? Marshala, something like that. Yeah. Marshala, okay, Marshala. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. I lo- and I loved him in Luke Cage. Luke Cage until they killed him like mid season. Yeah. Man, listen, that kind of did it for the, that kind of did it for the show. To be honest, hundred no, percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I still watched the whole, it. Like I still watched it, but yeah, yeah. The whole agreement between Netflix and Marvel and then Disney came that messed everything up. Besides the fact that they killed off that character. But, yeah, I just, I just, (sighs) the story has to really do well and make really good sense to outdo Wesley Snipes' version. Except for Blade 3. And really Blade 2. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. To be be fair, none of the Blade movies are great, but it was just good for its time. Yeah, and then Wesley Snipes, although, like you said, the storyline itself wasn't great. Wesley Snipes was Blade. Yeah, he was Blade. He was the man during that time. Yeah, he was the the man in that movie. He was badass. So it's a lot of comparison. It's like when um, what's another movie that's been remade that was just made twenty years ago? A superhero movie. Fucking, I'm gonna say Little Mermaid, but (laughs) superhero movie. Don't talk about Ariel. Look, are we going to act like that That shit look fire? That new Little Mermaid, man. Absolutely. Uh, Why? Because Chloe's in it. It's not Chloe, it, it, first of all. Hey, it's her hey, hey well, whoever the fuck. Haley. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yes, because have you heard her sing Part of Your World? Did, so you were, so uh, you grew up, you watched Little Mermaid as a kid. Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney movie of all Damn. time. Yes. Although I was mad once I figured out she was 16 and she married Eric after three days. Mm. I mean, she was a cartoon. Like, what the fuck? Still. <laughs> Well, but they, even, I, I don't remember her realize, age being mentioned in the damn movie, period. No, but, but how just, you going to cancel Little Mermaid? Because it, it's a cartoon. I never canceled Little Mermaid. All I said, didn't I just say it's one of the, my favorite movies? But you said you, you got mad when you found out she was 16. Yeah, it's, the cart, it's not real life. I understand Why that, would this Ryan? make you upset? <laughs> because she was 16. How, we don't Marrying know. Marrying a 20-year, 21-year-old man. It doesn't matter do you, if it was a cartoon. Like, as an adult their, now. I didn't see their ages listed in the damn movie. Is this some kind of internet theory? No. You, you where really, did this come from? You where watch it as an older adult. From? Well, she wasn't 16, but she was a teenager. I don't... The point is, okay. she was young. She, she was, was groomed. Uh-oh. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. She was young. Okay. Prince Eric was older. And they got married after falling in love after three days. That's not realistic. That's wait, why I was mad. I so, know okay, I'm a- glad you brought that up because now we got to talk about how women seem to, like the notion that a, a younger woman will fall for an older guy is something that's seen as ridiculous now. When growing up, that's all the women I knew that wanted. Like, I got no play in high school, but in figure, I know you've seen this shit too. Yeah, like, a girl. A girl would sit there and say, "My man." High school did not want my, high school kids. They wanted a grown you, man with his own you know hard I mean, money. You know what I mean? Now, t- we got to act like it's unrealistic what? to think that. You know what I mean? Times a girl say, "Oh, my nigga, come, my nigga in Cleveland State right now. He about to come pick me up from school." I'm like, "Damn, we in the ninth grade." <laughs> like, damn, I ain't got no chance. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't got no chance. Then that this was bro- grooming. This and brother- that's disgusting. Um, but a lot of us women grew up. That's why we don't think like that anymore. That, yeah. That's not that, cool. That's, I don't think that's what happened. I okay, think but you can feel... I, that's why I said a lot of us grew up, and we don't okay. think that way anymore. A lot of us grew up, because that's grooming. That's And that's a whole different topic and subject that I, I'm not willing to get into at all. So <laughs> you <laughs> Every, can have that. I, everything is called about groom. Y'all, y'all have killed... I don't mean y'all like as in you... But people on social media have killed the word grooming, okay? Much like they've killed the word woke. They've killed everything that gaslighting, all these words that used to mean something, (laughs) now it's just thrown around all willy-nilly. Probably for people that don't know what it means or actually understand it. A 40-year-old man dating a 25-year-old woman is not fucking grooming, okay? Like, stop acting like these these things are... Grooming just gets thrown around no matter what. And 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 these words, y'all don't kill the meaning of it because anything, any situation where an older man dates a younger woman gets called grooming now, and that's silly, okay? Like, women have no agency of their own. I'm, when you think about, okay, think about if you had a child, or if you had a daughter, she was 20-something, 20, 20 and she was dating a man that was 20 years older than her. You would be comfortable with that as a father? Of course not. Okay, then. 
But I wouldn't. Don't twenty five year old and a forty year old man have anything in common because that girl's brain is not fully developed to understand between. See, no, you don't listen wanna... to me because I've been okay. through this. Okay, I've been through this. That's why I can say this. Her mind is not fully developed about what's going on in front of her. She's still learning about herself. She's still understanding herself. You get what I'm saying? Like who no. she's becoming as a woman. Who she's becoming as a woman constantly changes depending on where her life is going. So if she's 25 years old dating a 40-something-year-old man. That's not, to me, that's not cool because that 40-year-old-something man has already lived a life. And what he's looking for when he dates a woman or a girl that young is someone that's going to wait for him hand and foot. How that's you going to talk about Jay-Z like that? <laughs> Yeah, Jay-Z groomed <laughs> Beyonce into the biggest pop star in the world. So Well, that's different because Beyonce already had talent. She already had her own career before she got with Jay-Z. But yeah, hey, but she wasn't I'm talking about my, women. Beyonce. Yeah. My my favorite little She was Oh yeah. Uh, my, my point. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Y'all like to make fun of shit that's really serious, and that's okay. Um, but my point is, is that not every woman is Beyonce. And not every man is Jay-Z. And some men have ill intentions when they're dating a girl that young. Not everybody can get along or have a uh, an older or old soul mindset. Obviously, that's what Beyonce has. I don't know what their relationship is. We don't know what's going on with them. But nine times out of ten, when a man that is 40-something years old dating a 20-something-year-old girl, he's molding <laughs> her to become who he wants her to be. See? And he really is not looking. Hold on. Go ahead. He's not looking for her and it might not always be the same situation. Let me just put that out there. He's not looking for her to be a mother and all that. He's looking for her to be his trophy wife that takes care of him hand and foot while he molds her into the woman that he wants her to be and how he wants her to treat him on a regular basis every day, I, all the time. I, I, I would say all this. Him. I would say this. Like, and, and You say you got the experience in all of this. And I, I low-key agree with you. I think I do think it's kind of weird that, you know, an older guy... I, look, man, when you grown, you can have interest in anybody that's grown. I'm not sitting there saying you can't look at a 25-year-old. But to me, in my mind, I, I do think it's kind of strange because, like, me being 34, I'm like, damn, what do I got in common with a 23-year-old? I feel like that's a big gap difference because I'm in a different mindset. Mm -hmm. So I do be curious to see, like, a 45-year-old looking at a 21, 22, 23-year-old because when I was 23, I was, I wouldn't, I ain't had this type of mindset. So I'm exactly. just kind of curious. Like, I don't, like, you, you gave the reasons why he could be looking at somebody maybe to mold and all that stuff. Maybe that's true. Maybe he really could like her, and maybe he, that's yeah. not his intention. But and I that's do. That's why I said, like, it's, not every situation is the same, but yeah. more times than not, but, it's yeah. that. Yeah, but I do. And you, look, man, if you fall in love, you fall in love. But mm -hmm. I, in my mind, I, I always thought that was kind of strange because I kind of want somebody around my age. Like, I feel like we have a little more in common and she kind of know we could kind of relate to more stuff than I can relate to a 22-year-old. Exactly. That's, that's, my, that's, that's just my point. Like, you want somebody that has a little bit more in common with you than um, surface level stuff. You know, like, 
I see stuff. I see stuff like that all the time in the clubs too. When I used to go out, like the older men be really watching for these young girls, and as soon as they walk out, they're all in their face. I had something similar happen to me when I used to work for a station in Las Vegas. He manipulated me to believe that I really wanted to. I wanted him, and I wanted to be with him when that was never on my mind. All of a sudden. I can't mess with nobody else. I can't deal with nobody else. I can't do nothing else except with him. And that was never supposed to be the plan. And that's why I say that. Like, you can't... You shouldn't date an older man when you're in your 20s. You need to date someone that's close to you in mindset. Uh, see, here's the problem with that. That Because from what you're describing... Women in their 20s just shouldn't date, period. No. Because, no, because, listen, anybody can manipulate you. Anybody, it isn't, it's not like a older man has taken mind control classes and now he's better at manipulating young women, okay? Anybody can do that. 20-year-old men do it to 20-year-old women all the time. They do. Okay? Some of that just has to be you knowing what's going on and... And having some common sense to an extent. That's my point, though. When you're in your 20s, yes, you are legally of grown age. But your mentality, it's not there yet. It's not grown to that point yet. So, yes, young boys are going to manipulate young girls because they think that's what's cool, especially now when you see what the hell is going on in the world. But that's my point. Older men see that. I'm not saying that they have mind control. What I'm saying is sometimes when you can see that a young girl is not fully aware of herself yet, it's easy to slide in and try to make her who you want her to be. I'm not saying every older man in the world is grooming young girls everywhere. That's not what I'm saying. And that's why I said more times than not, this is what's happening. Sometimes you do see situations where... A 25-year-old person, woman, is with a 40-something-year-old man, and they work perfectly. It works for them because that's what she wanted. She wanted to live that life, and that was fine for her. But that's not always the case. That's just, that's all I'm saying. Can we talk about something fun now? Because this is getting a little too heavy. Right <laughs> Look, I, 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 I fundamentally have some issues with what you're saying because it takes you away agency. with everything I say. No, I don't. That's you not issues true. with everything. I mean, some something, well, a lot of things, but not everything. <laughs> but but to to end, but my only point is, like, when you put it like that, here's the thing: there there are things that people champion that young woman do that I think they shouldn't be doing. You know, a woman gets an OnlyFans account. A woman blatantly talks about scamming dudes, getting money, or being a sugar baby or whatever. Those things get applauded on social media. Let's be real; they get applauded on social media. And those are decisions you're making when your brain is not fully developed, right? You know, there's all... So, but but when it's in the context of an older man dating a younger woman, it's always put into the older man is some evil manipulator groomer. You know, that's, that's the instant... You don't know anything about them and you label them immediately with that. And I think that's that that's getting a little goofy, okay? If you know the details, you can say that. If you know this person is of unsavory character, fine. 
but it'd be some random strangers or celebrity couple. People get mad at Leonardo DiCaprio. Y'all don't know nothing about what he's doing or anything. All y'all know is the age number and he gets thrown under the bus as being some kind of manipulative groomer. And it's like, okay. Let me man. ask you something. How, it's getting how a little old, silly. How old? How, hold on. How old are you, Ryan? I'm 36. And how old is your, your girl? She's older than me. Okay. So she's older than you. How, by how many years? Yeah, a couple. So what's a couple? Two, three, four, five? Two. Ten? Yeah, two? she's 38. Okay. Oh, literally a couple. <laughs> if you want to put me a, a number, I on mean, it. you act like it's a it's a huge secret. I don't know it's her not. name. It's I'm just not. asking. It's not. Okay, so you act like you didn't want to answer. Okay, so I can't use your situation, obviously, mm-hmm. but and I would have if it the age set up right. If you were older than her, okay. But you're my what you're thinking and how you're speaking is how you feel, and that's your opinion, and that's okay. That's the way you feel. <laughs> but at the end of the day, <laughs> you trying to convince the rest of the world that how someone feels about a younger girl dating an older guy is not going to change. And because of that fact, it's... Let me, let me, let me, I, went, I went the wrong way. <sighs> a lot of young girls, a lot of girls or women, I shouldn't say girls because we're women, a lot of women my age have been through that situation, which is why we say what we say to the younger generation. Now, what you do with that information is your choice. If you want to date an older man because that's that's what you've always wanted, then go for it. Do you, boo? I don't have no problem with it. Love is love. But at the same time, as I said before, okay, a lot of times, men do look for younger women because that's what they prefer because they can, or in their head, they say younger women don't have baggage. Did you not see the story with Marcus Houston? Marcus Houston is, what, like 40, and his wife is 20 or 19? They started yeah. dating, or he claims. He should have never said any of that, to be honest. Look, let's... let's let me... Let's, let me oh, go no, ahead, go no, ahead, go no, ahead. Go, okay, go, my, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My point is, is that... What he said was wrong because more than likely he started dating her sooner than 17. I mean, sooner than 18. Definitely he did, okay? But the words that came out of his mouth during his interview on the R&B Money podcast with Tank and Jay Valentine was that he couldn't get women his age or he won't date women close to him in age because they got too much baggage already. So he'd rather date someone young that doesn't know anything about the world. Nothing. She hasn't lived, like, hasn't lived a life yet. And when I say that, I mean leaving the house to go to college, trying to live on her own, and then move back home at least three times before you get it right. Dating shitty men, and I'm not saying all men are shitty. <laughs> okay? But when you're in your 20s, for us, a lot of us women, that's what we dated. Shitty men. Situations. She never had a situationship. She hasn't lived life in the dating world because this man came along who is basically 20 years older than her and married her because of the fact that she's so young and his mind, she don't have any baggage because she hasn't lived. She hasn't lived in the world yet. So I can mold her into what I want 
for me and have her in my world the way I want her to be. Because more than likely, like you said earlier, and I understand you said you like the fact that I'm aggressive, although I'm going to be honest with you, I feel like it's a little offensive. A lot of us have already lived, and so therefore we know what we want in a man and that we know what we are looking for and what we're not willing to put up with. So in turn, men call, men call that baggage because we're not willing to put up with the shit that they come with because they're mm. not healed yet. Uh, uh, but to be fair, a lot of that, what we call baggage, is you being scorned and taking that trauma into a new relationship. So now you know I got hearing? an answer for the niggas who did you wrong when you know, I have not done anything in that case. You know, I've you know dealt with I it myself. Of, I've, dealt with women, I've dealt with women who got cheated on and they suspected me of cheating all the time. And I well, did nothing to even imply that. I'm and that type of that. shit is baggage. Okay, and I'm sorry to hear that, you know. But what I'm hearing from you, Ryan... <laughs> because you got a rebuttal for everything, is that, you know, and I'm not saying in a bad way. That's the way this is supposed to go. This is a debate. But what I'm hearing a lot of is what you say, and I, I know I'm probably wrong about this, what, is, what you say is law, and that's it. What I'm saying is what I believe. Okay, and, and what, what you're I saying say, is what you believe. Exactly. So we can agree to disagree. Because <laughs> I feel like every time that I'm on the podcast and I talk to you guys and we talk about men, women, dating and relationships, which is a huge part of it. And I'm I'm grateful. You know, I haven't dated in five years. Just put that out there. Um, but I feel like we go back and around in circles in our questions, in our, in our thoughts, in our in our answers towards each other. So you're gonna feel what he said, this woman wild as fuck and not living in log. <laughs> Don't read the comments. Okay. He said, me get this all the girl was going 20s. in. Now I got some money in my 30s. Hell no, I don't want a 35-year-old. Miguel. Watch the comments from Jazz. Of, 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 no, don't block the comments from me. <laughs> Real quick, let me. We Miguel, get... how am I crazy? <laughs> and how am I not living in logic? To, to, to no, Miguel, no, I think don't the, defend the, this man. Because he point, shouldn't have said that. He don't, like you said earlier, we don't know nothing. You don't know me. And you don't know what I've lived through when it comes to men and relationships. Uh, yeah. I hope you die alone. Calm down. With calm your hand down, on your penis down, jacking down, off in a sock. Because you, what you're not going to do <laughs> is say you don't want no 35-year-old. Honey, them 35 and 40-some-year-old women are looking way better than 20-something. So go ahead about your business. Look, look, Thank you and goodbye. Now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to smoke, I got it. Look, the <laughs> look. That's why I, y'all bring me on the show? Cause people be trying. Look, we'll bring you on yeah. anytime, okay? Uh, look, Bernard, look, I, I, we ain't scared of debate, okay? That's the one yeah. thing. We ain't, you think I'm just attacking, and you think my word is law? Like we, I, I'm just trying to introduce other viewpoints. Okay? And I hear your viewpoints. I'm just trying to. That's all I'm trying to do. Constantly fighting me. I, I I don't see this as a fight. That's the thing. It's a difference. I don't see this as a fight. Okay. You got I'm a cousin to... like you, and I know how y'all are. How are we? <laughs> how are we, Miguel? As, I don't see this as a fight, is what I'm saying. I don't see it as me versus you. I, I see either. you have an idea, and I, yeah, if I disagree, I will challenge it. But it's okay. not like 
I just disagree with it because you're saying it. Okay, it's all love on the podcast. Okay, no, I, I, I enjoy talking that. to you, J Bell. Uh, just to, just to clear that air, uh, it's not like uh, I see it as on, you pause. just somebody who's crazy <laughs> and wrong. Hold, hold on, Miguel, pause, Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. <laughs> you need to go ahead and go play your little damn Call of Duty game that you playing by yourself with your whatever you got, soda and pizza. <laughs> why are you sitting up here calling me bitter? If I'm so bitter, why the hell are you on this podcast that's live streaming on a Friday night? Why your ass ain't there hey, on a date hey, or at the club hey, trying to pick hey, up somebody? Miguel, stick around, Don't you man. Don't in your life. Miguel, stick around with the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, come yeah. another night. You ain't got to be on tonight if you're going to sit here and call me names, honey, because we can go at it. Let me know your location, because I'll be on the way. Hey, Don't do that. Don't know, because... No, because... When you're trying to explain something from experience of what you're going through, especially because I'm in a healing process, too, to be called bitter is so derogatory, okay? <laughs> so derogatory and so disrespectful <laughs> because we're having a conversation, and I'm explaining what I'm saying from experience. Experience of healing. Because if I was so bitter, I wouldn't even like you niggas. <laughs> no, that's real talk. I wouldn't fuck with none of y'all. I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't even have social media where people don't know don't know me at all. After what I've been through with men, but don't call me bitter, cause I'm the coolest motherfucker on the planet. You I'm are. way cooler. Yeah, you got it with me, Miguel, because you started it. <laughs> Bro, uh, Miguel said he squashed his beef with Landry. Now he got it with J-Bell. Because he don't... started it. Don't start nothing. You can't finish, boo. Don't cash no check. Don't, don't, don't put your name on no check that you can't cash. Look, look. We all have our different viewpoints. We do have yeah. a sports-oriented male audience, so we do yeah. have those viewpoints as yeah, well. Yeah, you should see our damn text line. <laughs> yeah, nah. This, yeah. Wow, this shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> On the radio show, so... Yeah, but... Uh, uh, yeah, y'all got two different viewpoints, but I will say that I feel like we all can agree with this, that somebody older, man or woman, have a more experienced mindset than a 20-year-old man or woman. Exactly. Fair? Is that... He, yeah. I, I don't... My, my only counterpoint is I don't think it's necessarily I want to mold you into this robot who does what I say, because, look, if you want to somebody to wait on you hand and foot, the last thing you're going to do is get a 20-year-old something, okay? Because, look, this new generation is not no maid-type servant people. Please get your... Okay? Get your homie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. Chill out, chill out. Leave the I'm comments alone. I'm dead ass. Like, I've stopped laughing. Leave, I'm leave. no longer joking. My brother, you leave, do leave. not know come me. On, don't, come on. You don't All know right, me from a can of motherfucking paint. Miguel, just And just when chill. I start cursing like this, it's a motherfucking problem. Miguel, Y'all just do. chill, man. Chill, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, right, let's, let's get into some fun stuff, yeah. man. Let's switch up. Let's, let's hype it up, up, man. I'm sick of his ass. He got to Let's switch up the topic, okay? Let's... <laughs> Let's hype it up, man. Let's hype it up. It's going to go viral because I done cussed out somebody on y'all damn podcast. You're telling them to shut the fuck up. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) I don't don't even say that word like that unless I'm really pissed up. Yeah, you do that. (laughs) You do that. (laughs) Yeah, Miguel going to hang up and listen. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's switch up the topics, man. Let's switch up the topics. Let's talk about some things that happened this week. Um, Now... I don't know if y'all been in keeping up on this because I didn't actually see what happened, 
but uh, Jay Bell, I know you 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 got a uh, Chris Brown shirt on, so I'm I'm going to assume you're abreast of the situation. What happened between Chris Brown and Usher? I've heard Usher was jumped by Chris Brown's crew, and I think Chris Brown tried to deny that. I don't know what happened, but some kind of altercation happened uh, between those two parties. Can one of y'all break it down, Jay Bell? Break it down. Tell me what happened here, because I don't know. Let me breathe a second because Miguel really pissed me off. <laughs> he said he's going to shut up and you, listen. Okay? You better be glad you I don't, don't work in Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> I don't because I cuss all the motherfuckers yeah. out. I heard how you, bad talk radio and sports radio is. Yeah, you just got to mute and keep going. <laughs> I, I deal with that shit on YouTube. People calling me fat and shit. I don't got time for y'all. That's why I Look, block you, motherfuckers. You, you, can't, you can't let that type of stuff get to you. The internet no, is, I, is you people know, just no, are because, like that. Hold on. Hold on. Because the reason why I'm at, I feel this way right now, and we'll get into the Chris Brown Usher drama, is because you called me aggressive first. Okay, and I understand you're saying that from a light point, but that kind of just snowballed. So Ryan started this. Apparently, look, 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 so and, let's address that. I think when I when I say aggressive, I don't see aggressive as a negative term. Okay, maybe I don't, I don't mean for you to take it that way. I mean that that's just how it is between us. Like you say, you you feel strongly about your beliefs. I feel strongly about my beliefs. Okay, I don't think that's a bad thing to be. To have so strong conviction. So do you feel like you're? Conviction. Do you feel like you're aggressive? I just, no, I yeah. feel like I'm passionate. Oh no, I was talking to Rocky. I wanted I to say okay, oh, pa- okay. That's about about to say. passionate. Okay. Yeah, I, I, we, passionate is a bet. I can say passionate. You are very passionate. Thank you. Okay, okay. So I you take that, that over up. aggressive because I'll, I'll, aggressive has a negative connotation, and I'm a black woman, and we already get named a lot of things. I feel you. I didn't. I didn't mean it in a negative way, so I can say passionate. You're a passionate person, okay? Because I, I think that fits as well. But I did not mean it in a negative, stereotypical black woman type of way. I didn't mean it like that. So that's all. Good I was now. To we get to. So we good. But me and okay. Miguel, Miguel can go to hell. I think Miguel was just okay. being passionate. <laughs> yeah, Miguel was passionate, Miguel or was passionate. he aggressive? Miguel talking shit. That's what he doing. Passionately talking shit. Now, okay, here we go. So this is what the rumor mill was saying along on Twitter about the Chris Brown and Usher drama. Now, apparently, Chris Brown uh, was upset with Tiana Taylor because she was not a part or something happened with the AMA tribute performance that he was supposed to do back last year. Remember, it got canceled like last minute. It wasn't even announced that he was going to be a part of the show. It was supposed to be like a surprise with him and Sierra. So apparently Tiana Taylor had like dropped out of it and Chris was still mad at her about that. And so he was trying to have a conversation with her. Of course, she wasn't listening. If you saw the photos in the video, she wasn't listening to him. She was down on her phone. So when he he started to skate off, Usher was trying to talk to him to calm him down. And apparently, ooh, okay. Let, let, um, let it, look, look. I'm going to have to close don't, the don't comments. Let, <laughs> it's to, throwing you, you off. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let it distract you from what you're talking Okay, we can get to comments no, later. No, 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 because he said something about you. you. He didn't. He said, he said he, something I'm about you, not me. Male privilege. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Okay, so um, so Usher was trying to have a conversation with him. I think he was trying to de-escalate the situation, and Chris skated off saying, fuck her. Um, and so then 
Chris decided to leave with his crew, and they went out the back, and something, somehow, a scuffle happened. Nobody has spoke about it. Tiana Taylor, Chris Brown, or Usher, they have not spoke about it at all in any type of way. Um, so we don't know all the exact details, and knowing Usher and Tiana Taylor, we probably never know. Um, and obviously, Chris Brown's not going to open... I'm so sick of him. Um, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm okay. I can't help it. Look at us. Look um, at us. No, don't look at us. Yes, look at us. I am looking at you. I am looking at you. Um, but it's in my it's like in my peripheral right here. I can see. So, okay, can we close the chat somehow? Close close the chat for a minute. We're trying to we're trying to get to the bottom of this Chris Brown and Usher thing. Okay, keep going. You don't have to do nothing like that. I'm okay. Okay. So yeah, so apparently they went out back for a second uh, for, you know, to talk some more. Him, Chris Brown and his crew. And basically, it, looked, it seems as though they jumped Usher. Now, they're saying that Usher had, like, a bruise ribbed and, a, like, blood on his face or something like that. Of course, you saw the video when he was at Lovers and Friends that there was nothing wrong with his face. Like, his face looked perfectly fine. That's not to say that the rest of his body was hurting. But <laughs> that's what happened. Um, and then the second incident, I'm pretty sure that's what you're you're mentioning too, what happened at Lovers and Friends Festival. Backstage, there was a scuffle. And so the thought was Chris actually started it, but Chris was actually trying to break it up because his son was back there. And so he was telling everybody to back up. My son is right here. Please, you know, stop fighting around me. And that's what happened in that situation. Nothing else more has come out of it in that case. So my question, yeah. oh, real quick, because um, I was looking at this too. Is I mean, did this really happen? Because a lot of people saying what? nothing happened, like the fight didn't happen. Uh, I think Usher. The fight between Chris and Usher. Yeah, or whatever happened, like the altercation never happened. So did it really happen, or did it not happen? That's what I'm saying. Like nobody has really talked about it, so nobody honestly knows the truth. They just saw what they saw. And that first part of that video and nothing else after that came. So okay. nobody knows the true details of what really happened behind the skating rink um, mm. of the birthday party Chris had that Usher was throwing him. I want people to realize that your friend, your, probably your mentor, threw you a birthday party and you want to fight at it because you're mad at whatever because you don't know how to handle your emotions correctly. So I, I, I did wear this breezy shirt. This was before y'all yeah. asked me to be on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but this was last year before um, I was really mad at Chris Brown and his, you know, not exciting performance on tour. Anyway, I just wear this now because I paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> it's a comfort shirt. So Chris Brown causing problems again, beating up R&B legends now. That's a damn shame. Yeah, that's the up. alleged rumor that's going on. Look, it has not at been confirmed. some point, like if, if we found out that OJ Simpson might have stabbed somebody else, are we are we going to assume that it might be true given his history? OJ did it. <laughs> OJ did it. This Brown has it, a history of violence. Look, okay? Hold on a second, Figgy, turn back on them damn comments. No, okay? we're we're blocking. No, out. no, don't, don't. We don't want. <laughs> no, you. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, Turn on the comments. Because every time yes, I am. Miguel says something, you stop talking to address what he says. At least like, finish no, your no, point but, before you go into the comments is what I ask. You keep going okay, back and forth. I'll, I'll, I'll cut okay, it back I on. I'll cut it back on in that. a few minutes. All right. 
I will no turn it on now. <laughs> I will do what Ryan asks of me. <laughs> I will do what Ryan asks of me. I'll make All sure right. I get my point out before I respond to the comments. All right. All right, I got Are you. we good? Okay. Yeah, yes. we're good. I got you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Does everybody want to try me on this beautiful yeah. Friday. Let's I, go. <laughs> so um shoot, what were we just talking about? Pizza white. Chris Brown and Usher. Chris Brown and Usher. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Chris Brown and Usher. My teeth so white. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. <laughs> We were talking about Chris Brown and Usher, but I feel like y'all got the information. Do y'all have more questions? Because, I mean, there's no, there's nothing really else to no. it until Chris Brown or Usher or Tiana Taylor speak on it. Yeah, I mean, ain't nothing else we can say about it. But the, the problem I have with it, and I don't know if I'm talking about you, J-Bell, but I have a problem with the the the, stand, the Chris Brown stands. Yes. Who keep... Oh, no, I'm not a stand. Okay, I'm not okay. A stand. So I'm not talking about you. But the people, like, yeah. look, uh, like, the report went out I don't know if it's true or not, but the problem I have with it is it's always some drama with this dude, man. Like, I don't even know if it's true. Even if it's not true. Like, why is it drama with Usher? What was the last time Usher been in some uh, in a fight? Like, when the last time we heard Usher being in a fight? Like, I'm hot. I, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't just, think I've ever heard of Usher being in a fight. I'm so sorry. I'm hot. I think I'm going through pyramid uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I think, man, like, I think it's just crazy how these fans just keep saying, oh, well, that's not true. Or, no, like, that's fake. And, like, uh, like we go through this every single time, man. He, like... The problem is, is that... Um, he didn't want through stuff blogs, with... Yeah, there's too many blogs that think that they're beating each other to the punch for news that is not true. And the way that Twitter is now, um, Elon Musk basically put down... He took off all the guidelines, really, so people can post what the fuck they want. You know, so, yeah, these gossip sites, they're going to post what they think they got the clue from a person that was in the crowd uh, on the other side of the, the stage. They weren't even nowhere close to backstage. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're just going to make up stuff because they want they, the person that's sharing the information. They want to become famous and look like they're doing something because people get paid to get these tips. And that's why a lot of times all this false information is coming out, like the Jamie Foxx situation. I know we're talking about Chris Brown and Usher, but think about the Jamie Foxx situation. So many different stories have come out that he's almost about, he's basically about to die. Um, there's, he's about to turn for the worse. And then his daughter had to post an IG story, which I respect because she doesn't have to do shit, okay? Post a story saying that he's fine. He's been out of, out of the hospital for weeks now, and he's playing pickleball, which everybody went crazy. What is pickleball? Um, we're not entitled to know information just because they are celebrities. It's a privilege to know what we know. It's not a right. Although, okay, when stories like Chris Brown, like Chris Brown fighting a whole R&B legend, that's a different story. Yeah, we want to know, but there's nothing else out there for us to tell. So for people to fight over if the information is true or not, we can't do nothing there's nothing to fight about until Usher and Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor speak out, which is not going to happen. So let yeah. it go and move on. The, the, that's, the, that's how I feel about those people. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of past the actual situation. Like, to be honest, I don't really care about the actual situation. Right. Like I said, the problem I have is with the Chris Brown stands, man. Like, like, yeah, y'all, like, like when are we going to sit and have a real conversation about this dude, man? Yes. And, and, <laughs> and here's to, to that point. 
this is why I say the cancel culture shit is just who you don't like gets canceled. But when it's somebody you like, it's that clip from Friday, man. Oh, that was different, <laughs> you know, because suddenly, like, like I agree with what you said. We should, until we have information, we shouldn't speculate baselessly and, and just make up stuff. But that's what people do for everybody else. Yeah, they do. Like, let's be real. Like, I don't know what's going on with the Jonathan Majors thing. So yeah. I haven't said anything about it. You know, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I'm not somebody who suddenly trusts the police after all we in the history in this country. <laughs> suddenly, I'm going to go by what the police are alleging. So I'm waiting for more information. But there are people who are completely comfortable saying he did it. And it's like, where, where, where is the same energy? But whenever Chris Brown, if it's a Chris Brown fan, I'm not saying you, but like a Chris Brown fan, yeah. when for the millionth time he's been accused of some violent bullshit, <laughs> whether it's grabbing a woman by the hair, throwing shit at Good Morning America, whatever cocaine fuel allegedly. Yeah. Fighting, for, fighting other R&B yeah, artists. Fighting, Drake, fighting Frank legend, Ocean. Suddenly it turns into... I'm making excuses Ocean for him. Legend? No, I said I, I said R&B artists. Oh, I okay. said other R&B artists. <laughs> I mean, some, many would call him a legend. I wouldn't, but some yeah, would. Yeah, I say I don't either. But all, all I'm saying is when it comes to your favorite, I don't mean you, but just people in general, yeah, the saying. rules are different. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you don't, don't morally grandstand on something just because you don't care about it. And then when it's your favorite person, be like, Nah, it's different. Like, look, I was a fan yeah. of R. Kelly. I, I listen to his music, yeah. and I know uh, from what we've learned, I'm comfortable saying this nigga is guilty. Yeah. He deserves to be in prison for 30 fucking years. Okay, I, mean, I can say do. that, and I was a fan. But many people who are fans of these artists and actors and whoever, mm -hmm. they got to blindly defend them yeah. just because it's their favorite. Right. And that gets Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I like his music. But he needs to get help. Right. Somebody need somebody in this corner need to talk to him. Or he need to go to like I, I hate to That's... I hate to say he's on drugs, even though he he might be. Oh, he is. Y'all yeah. didn't see that video? I th I think he was overseas. On I think was it overseas? Anyway, I saw a video on Twitter that caught him, caught Breezy, basically sneaking to take a snort of mm -hmm. cocaine, of coke. Mm. And then he cleaned his nose like this and then went back to smoke him. He's definitely, he's definitely doing coke, which is yeah. unfortunate because he, he has bipolar. Um, he has the, you know, he's bipolar. And so doing stuff like that is really, really bad. But the problem with the situation with Chris Brown is, first of all, he started, you know, being a star at a young age. Let's start there. And when you become a huge star, we all know this, women and people are going to throw themselves at you, older women. You're going to have a whole bunch of yes men. And what Chris Brown has had over the years are nothing but yes men. And I have to include his mom in that because his mom lets him get away with a lot of that stuff too because she's living off of the fruits of his labor. So she doesn't say anything, or at least we don't know she doesn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? And so when you have a person like that that has lived a life the way Chris Brown has, you're going to continuously get this behavior. Because nobody is sitting him down and telling him, you need to straighten the fuck up before you lose everything. Because nobody, he doesn't have that mindset. 
Because I mean, his record I think label more, let him do whatever more he wants. So the issue is that he's pretty much messed up in every way you can, and he's still been around to make money. Yeah. You know, yeah. if it, the if the Rihanna thing happened now, that would be the end of him. Yeah. But it happened at a time where we didn't care as much, I guess. Oh. So he was able to still have a career afterwards. Yeah, yeah he I, did get blackballed for he did for lose a while, a lot. yeah. But yeah. if, if that, he, if that, that can't happen now, in 2023. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. career, his career is not as good or not as I keep getting all these freaking notifications. But he's still he's still getting on like top artist features. He's right. still they he all love just him. on the yeah. damn Chloe it's, album. Yeah, it's literally honestly, I no, I don't want to compare the two, but this is really a mirror image of R. Kelly without the nasty stuff. Right. Because exactly. it, it happened with R. Kelly. We heard about people the stuff knew with what him. happened. Yeah, people were knowing we, what R. Kelly We was seen into, the video. Exactly. And, and he still was. And he was still make, probably make. He probably bigger than what Chris Brown is currently. No, actually, he's not. No, I'm saying at the time, like the at the oh, height yeah, of R. Yeah, Kelly time, yeah, yeah. was oh, bigger than oh, what. Yeah. The, the, yeah. So. When, his, when self. No. I'm sorry. The 12 play dropped. Yeah, because then, the video. When did the video drop? It, 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 it was like before? early 2000s. Yeah, oh, you mean the P video? Yeah. Yeah. Like oh yeah, the, that was the early. That was like mid. Yeah, mid and 2000s. he had some. He had some albums after that that was pretty big. Right. But he and he was still making a he lot was, of money. He, he was still, still a big. Hits. He was still he a big artist making money. Did the duet albums with Jay Z before he went crazy on stage and thought somebody was trying to shoot him and that was the end of that. Um, it is going down the same realm a little bit. They're ignoring the issues here. Yeah. But like I said, like you, he has nothing but yes men around him. And that's why he's able to get away with a lot of the crap that he's been doing. Uh, but on the hand of Jonathan Majors, I don't know if you guys saw, but apparently his lawyer passed along text messages between Jonathan Majors and the ex-girlfriend of her apologizing and saying that she didn't want to press charges and all this other stuff. And the only thing he said was, um, I think he said, like, fuck you, bitch, or something like that. He, cu- he, he cursed at her a couple of times. But also, too... Um, other stories came out in a big, in a pretty big publication, I think it was New York Times, of other allegations of doing the same thing. Yeah, it was women. the New York Times. Yeah, okay. Um, other allegations of abuse with other women. And it's even gone as far back as to when he was in Yale of these abuse allegations with women. So, I mean, the, the, the evidence is out there, but because, once again... They're big stars. You think about it. Jonathan Majors, before this story came out, two box office hit movies, Ant-Man and then Creed Three. So even if, and even before that, the stuff he was doing with Lovecraft Country, like he was building up a really good resume of roles. So knowing that these things probably happened during that time, not the, the current incident, but other incidents, and they still let him go on, it's the same situation. Now it's just out in the open, and the world knows that he may be an abuser, just like Chris Brown. So it's not to say there's no evidence of that situation out there. It's just now slowly coming out because of what happened with this one particular girl. We all know what color she was. And um, <laughs> and now all the other stories are coming out. Yeah, but like they're allegations, man. That's that's why, like I say, more information needs to come out. 
And look, like guys, I'm not defending. Like I, I have no take on it, honestly. Yeah, I'm like whatever. He, I'm sure he has the best lawyer and whatever. I'm sure the K, the state has are competent in their case against him. So I'm like with the whole. I, I had the same take with the Megan Estallion and Tory Lanez. I, I took no sides. Mm-hmm. I said let's let it play out in court. Let's see the evidence presented and and make our decisions after that. Yeah. But, People, people jump on a bandwagon of whoever they like, and the other person has to be in the wrong or a liar or whatever. So the only reason why I would say I'm on Megan's side, on Meg's side on that situation, um, is because she did not speak out about the incident for a long time. Oh yeah. Until people kept coming at her and saying all these false narratives, and even Tori was spreading false narratives. And then that's when she spoke up about what happened, and that's what made me personally believe her and what and what happened and even when the photos although they should have never came out that's a whole nother situation um of how her foot looked and even when i think like not too long after the incident happened she had to do the whole because the world was shut down so she did a whole concert on title and if you saw how she was moving something happened you can tell something happened with her foot because she was not the way she moves and y'all seen it. Y'all see how she performs. You know? She wasn't moving that way that day. And that's what made me believe something did happen. And then all that other stuff with the girl, the be- the ex-best friend and stuff, that was a mess too. That's what made me believe Meg personally. But back yeah. to the whole I mean, thing. The, the, the court case made it pretty clear that he shot her at that point. Right, right, I right. Mean, and then but you I mean hear the voicemail, that. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but, but, but I mean before yeah. that. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, before that, that's what made me believe Meg. Before the court, e- the court case even came about and it happened, that's what I believed Meg way before that. Yeah, and I, honestly, we we kind of played it fair, but I think we were kind of leaning towards Meg too, because I was just thinking more of a person. Like, why would somebody lie about getting the shot? shot? Like, that's a yeah. big, that's a huge lie. I mean, it's one thing to lie about maybe getting pushed or getting hit or something like that because you can't really prove it. But lie about getting shot, you got to see the the wound, bullet wound or something. Yeah. So I was and thinking, and, I, you know, I was kind of trusting Meg a little more to think she wouldn't lie about something like that. So, um, but, yeah, the court played it out. And speaking of that, he, I think Tory Lanez got denied a new trial. He did. So He's looking at- he will get sentenced. I think what, like, Nine it's been to twenty years, but they're looking at nine. He's not, looking at nine nine years. to twenty-two years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about some fun stuff because I feel like the yeah. energy died because <laughs> the jail killed it. Okay, we need to have some Look, fun. Uh, you watched the show Snowfall, right, J. Bell? Oh, You're a fan of Snowfall. I had to go do <laughs> I, a rewatch before season six or after <laughs> season six started. I meant to bring this up. I know Figgy has watched it as yeah. well. I'm actually going to watch it now. I usually stay until I know the end is good since <laughs> I'm not going to get Game of Thrones again or powered again. <laughs> so I'm like, let, let me wait till it ends and I know it's good all the way through and I'll watch it. So from what I understand, the finale was pretty good. So I'm going to check it out now. I'm going to watch the whole show. But uh, what, were you, what were y'all thoughts on the, uh, the finale and how the show Snowfall ended? I thought it was perfect, man. Without giving, yeah, I was yeah, like, without I, giving. I, I ain't gonna give. I ain't gonna give it up too much, but I thought it was a perfect ending. It wasn't to me. It wasn't like a power type of ending. And what I mean by power type of ending is, 
you know, the the person social media like the most go out with a bang and and the person skip off to Europe or Mexico or something and never get caught or anything like that. I felt like the the ending was perfect. It was kind of uh I want to say relatable, but it was something where you know, I I can see something like that happening. And um to me Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say to me it was kind of like full circle because if you sorry, if you remember from the first season when his father came back into his life and how he looked and like father like son. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I was mad at first because I was like, dang, you know, the CIA kind of set him up and then they go take it all away from him. That's reparations right there. That's his money. But thinking about why everyone around him did what they did, it makes a lot more sense. And that was a really good ending. And Damson Idris can act his ass off, okay? Well, he did in Snowfall anyway. A lot of people didn't like Swarm. <laughs> but I thought he was good in Swarm, too. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. Really good. I'm going to have to rewatch. I'm going to redo a rewatch of all six seasons just to kind of see what I missed the first yeah. time around, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was very satisfied with the ending. Yeah, it was. it's a really good show, man. And I know a lot of people putting it up there, you know, try to put it in the conversation of The Wire and... and so rank, um, the, rank those shows. I want y'all both to rank them. Uh-oh. Between Snowfall, The Wire, and Power, which shows, uh, what, what is one, two, and three? Uh, I'm a, to be honest, man, um, see, it's like Power is three. I, I I start there. Power is three, but um, I think I think the wire was really good as far as like the storylines and how realistic it was. But the only thing that get get it from uh, the only thing that bothers me with the wire now is just how old it is, and when you watch it now, it's just kind of like uh, it just it just looks so old compared to like Snowfall, which got some damn good camera shooting. You got some damn good directing, probably uh, top notch. When you say when you say old, you don't mean the setting because the snow no, falls no. in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. But no, you I'm, mean more I'm, so the like visual, the production. The visual, yeah, the production. Okay. The actual oh, okay. visual, because look, stuff that was produced in the two thousands kind of looked rough, and it's like wa- trying to watch it now. It might be a little hard to get into. But just the visual of Snowfall really look, looks good. Some of the best camera view. Camera view I've seen in the show, probably in a long time or ever. That's the last that, episode is really great. The last two yeah. episodes, in my opinion, have really great camera work. The production on it is. Yeah, yeah the camera work always been fire, man. Like yeah, even from he, season one, it's just like I love like you know this J Bell, but whenever it's like a scene going on and they just do that full circle. A uh, camera work where it's just like so much going on, and it's just like one shot, and it's just going around mm-hmm. in a circle slowly. It's just like man, like it really looks good. It's top notch. So basically, you're saying Snowfall is number one, and Wire is number two, and number three is Power. Uh, kind of, I, I will flip back and forth with one and two, to be honest. But uh, I really, to me, the Wire. Like, I got to be honest, with Snowfall, it was some stuff in there where it was just like, man, this ain't even realistic. But The Wire, to me, everything in The Wire was realistic. It wasn't, you know, it didn't look like power where, you know, they was just, you know, getting millions of dollars a day 
and they stand in this high rise. It seemed like it, it was really like some hood shit when when it comes to the wire. And when somebody go to jail, they they gone. Like the guy, I, I want to say season one or season two, he went to jail and that was it. Like it was no breaking out of jail. It was nobody dressed up as a as a guard or a CEO breaking somebody out. They, he didn't. Um, it was no <laughs> weird evidence to make him get out. It, it, it was just it. And then you know the storyline went on to you know the guy's son, who you know kind of grew up a little bit and he escaped the streets a little bit. So I think I think what what I really like about the wire is how realistic it is. I felt like I could have played in the wire. It felt Wait, like did I, you say the son because uh, I think you're talking about WeeBay, right? WeeBay, yes. Yeah, oh, WeeBay okay, got Avon, Avon yeah. Marksdale was Avon. Avon got locked up at the end of season one. He came right. back. Um, yeah. but I think he, he was in jail. He was in jail for good. locked up and he was gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was, I was the, like, I yeah. mean, I do, I remember Avon Barksdale getting arrested, but then who took over after that was Stringer Bell until he got killed yeah, off. And then he the got other killed. Dude. Yeah. And then Mar okay. Marlo. 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 Yeah. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. Marlo. Yeah. Um, which, which is funny because Marlo, it seemed like Marlo kind of had the same thing, um, kind of the same ending as Franklin a little bit outside of Franklin just being totally messed up. But it was kind of the same. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't be looking at the comments. But, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's I'm not even looking. <laughs> okay, um, but. Yeah. I forgot all about it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it seemed like Marlo and Franklin kind of have had a similar thing where at one point they was on top, they got hit, and then they started right back at the bottom. So I, I, those show, those shows are somewhat similar, but I will probably flirt with both of those one and two. Yeah, let me uh, let me switch over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you reading the comments again, Jay Bell? What's going on? You okay? You said you're gonna be okay if we turned them back on. Okay. I am fine. That's okay, why I switched okay. over. Okay. Okay. okay I went okay. to private chat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I rank them. Wait, have you seen Breaking Bad? No. Okay, never mind. I, I did. So okay, rank, I, rank those then. Rank break put put Breaking Bad in there. Where'd you put Breaking Bad, Biggie? Breaking Bad is a really good show. I will probably at that point, man, like power is out the top three. <laughs> if, we, <laughs> if we hadn't Breaking Bad, man. Breaking Bad is really good, man. It's it's pretty much the same shit as like a um it's it's pretty much the same same shit as like the I would put that the white snowfall. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It's, well, I it's, mean, when you think about it's, it, it's like... snowfall in uh, New Mexico. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, um, you are there. I forgot you was there. <laughs> so you go past that Ernesto, car wash. Ernesto says uh, you brought up Heroes. I used to love that show. Yeah, you ever watch Heroes? That show, that old show that was on. Uh, NBC, I think. Yes, I used to love that show, and then it went down the shitty yeah. drain because of the writer's season strike. Season two, I, I think season two was falling off before the writer's strike, though. It was just bad. I but uh, heroes. I want to get my rankings, though. You didn't ask. Yeah, okay, my, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Okay, rank them, rank them. We be Hero getting off subject. We all I got know. ADD. <laughs> That's the problem working in radio. We all got ADD. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. so because I have not finished The Wire, only because. I have not finished The Wire. I'm going to put Wire at number three. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you okay. why, though. Because number one, I haven't finished, so I got to finish it, okay? But number two, like, to me, 
after Stringer Bell, which obviously is Idris Alba, died, and the young boys were starting to take over, like Michael B. Jordan, other, you know, Mac Wiles, I kind of lost interest in it a little bit. Really? So, yeah, I did. I did. Just a little I think bit. that's when it really got good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I, you might want so to finish do, that. I have to do a rewatch. I got to yeah. watch it on HBO. So I'm going to have to watch it yeah, for the beginning. You're gonna have to, yeah, you got to get yeah. through those seasons because it's, it's so, spiced up after that. <laughs> and then, because I finished Power, you know, although I was mad at the ending because I thought, I didn't think it was going to be Tariq that shot him. I thought it was going to be somebody else. Maybe Tasha or Tommy. Um, so that ending made me mad. So that's why... It'll be at two. Because, honestly, the first two seasons were really, really great. Third season lagged a little bit. And then it picked up the fourth and fifth season. And then, as we all know, the first half of season six was great, but the second half of it was trash. So, the only reason why I put that at... The only reason why I put The Wire at number three is because I haven't finished it yet. So, I can't give it a fair judgment. Power, I finished, so it'll be at number two. To me, Snowfall was great from beginning to end because Louie and Franklin made me both want to kill their ass every single episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that was the real tea. Louie, Franklin, and Jerome together, that's what made the damn show. <laughs> okay? Especially Jerome. Because his ass is funny on that damn show. So that's Where the why bitches I at? Number one. It's supposed to be titties. titties. Where the fucking titties and the bitches? <laughs> I love Jerome. <laughs> I love Jerome. That is my favorite Get your man Get that trigger next time, nigga. <laughs> Teach your man how to squabble. Yeah, it's time to squabble, nigga. Now I got to go back and watch all yeah. of these. So Breaking Bad, I can't put anywhere because I never watched it before. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to watch it. My aunt started watching it, and I tried to get into it, but by the time she was, like, she was halfway through it, so I couldn't get into it. Um, so I'm gonna have to watch that later. And then I can give you a correct ranking of all okay. the series. Okay. Um, yeah, I, Breaking Bad is, is arguably one or two for me. Like I would go, The Wire and Breaking Bad are like neck and neck, in my opinion. Um, both had some things I didn't agree with, but for the most part, they're just perfect throughout the entire run, which is mm. very rare for a show that runs for like more than two seasons to be yeah. really good throughout the entire run. And, and yeah. The, Go ahead. The Wire and Breaking Bad were just two shows that were good from start to finish, you know. Yeah. I we we as a community have to be real about power. It is just not a good show, man. Like <laughs> I think people got caught up in the drama of watching it week to week, but I feel like if you go back and watch it, like I got on late, and when I was watching Power, it was like after a while, season one was pretty good, season two was eh. And it became like a comic book type show after a while with like fucking Ghost and Tommy just being invincible, you know, getting into the worst kind of shit anybody could get into and somehow making it out okay. And everything yeah. is okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, the, and, and, that, and that's what I mean when I say, that's why I got Power 3 because it's some, like it's good action. It's really good action if you're looking for some just looking for people to go out guns blazing. Yeah. But it's not even realistic, man. It's like, like dog, how they kill this this drug dealer that was in that was going to jail forever? Uh, uh, what Lobos? Like, you remember how they killed him? 
that shit was crazy. Like that- Tom, Tommy get cornered by a whole cartel and is about to be killed until like one thing happens and Slay just let him go. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. It gets to a point I- where it's just a little too comic book or, or I, like way too ridiculous. I think the problem with that show, to be honest, is I feel like the the writers is this is no disrespect, but I feel like they pay attention to how we look at the show, who we like. Yes. And they keep them around. No, not necessarily. That was what fucking ruined Game of Thrones, by the way. That ruined Game of Thrones. But I don't agree with that statement, Figgy. I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of us love us some Julio on that show. And they killed him off. <laughs> he was a good character. I, and he was loyal. Where's 2 but, but no, But Julio, they killed him off. He had another show going. I don't so care, but I they think killed him off. I and think, people loved Julio. Yeah, but I think he had another show going on, so he probably couldn't do the show. So he probably he probably put in his two weeks notice or something. There's I think a lot that's of favorite the, characters that people have had on that show that got killed off, and we were upset about it. So I don't. Uh, who who got killed off on Power really? Fifty Cent should have been died, and he kept coming back. That was ridiculous. Now that like, part, yeah, you know why Fifty Cent kept <laughs> coming back. Saying. He you got know. he he got killed at the very end, probably because he got tired of doing this shit <laughs> and wanted he got to do some at other the stuff. End of season five. Yeah, was it the end of season I think five, four right? or five. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, but there have been there were some characters they killed off that I believe that people loved, but most of the characters, yeah, like nobody gave a but see, why those characters didn't die. But see, my point is <laughs> they keep they keep some of the characters that probably. If it was a regular show that never paid attention to like social media or anything like that, in a realistic way, they would probably be gone. They'd probably be in jail for good, or yeah. they probably would have been killed. Tommy should have been killed. Let's be real. Tommy, well, Tommy was in G. some wild stuff, man. See, see, they knew women loved Tommy, so they <laughs> had to move around. It was no, no way they was the had, worst type no, of shit. No, but if I had to choose lived. between Tommy and Ghost, I'm going to choose Ghost because I prefer black men. Tommy cool and everything, <laughs> but he could be a right-hand man, a good right-hand man and a good bodyguard. That's what I see him as. Um, but I forgot to also mention uh, Kanan's son, Sean, got killed at the end of season one, and people loved him. People they- liked him. Nico Walls? No, nobody they liked kind of, that he, guy. What? I like Sean. I like Sean. Okay, he was kind man. of a smaller nobody character, liked though. that guy. Come on now. <laughs> well, I liked him. And, but see, like, to me, like, um, imagine, like, let's look at uh, The Wire. Omar was probably the most popular character of that show. Man, I knew who Omar... Sorry, go ahead. Go I, ahead, sorry. I, know, I knew who Omar was before I even watched The Wire. That's how popular he was. Same. When I they, saw they nah. killed they killed him off in the worst way, man. Like I mean, to me, like I think a lot of people had a problem with the way they killed him off because it was kind of corny. But when you look back at it, it was realistic because a lot of people get killed like that. So it wasn't like he went out guns blazing in a bank or some shit and tried to escape to Mexico and 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 the cops just blew him up. He got caught slipping in the store trying to, what, I think, what, he was trying to get some cigarettes or something? Yeah. He just got caught slipping by somebody we don't even know who the fuck it was. So, you know, Omar power don't really do stuff was. like that, huh? Omar knew who the fuck it was. Did he? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, he was not... like a random kid. He yeah. didn't know that. 
he didn't know who that kid was. Yeah, it's but, like, who he was though for some reason. You even get to that part. Yeah, you, you haven't seen the scene yet, Jay. Well, you can't even I just comment know. on I it. Can, okay? I feel it in my heart. You ain't even seen yeah. that no, scene. Yeah. You got to you got to get back on. You got to watch the okay. wire. But my point, the reason why I was about to say is that when Omar walked down the street with that shotgun, that's how I knew he was the the character to watch out for. But now that you said he died, I don't even know if I want to watch it no more. No, it's a good show like to me, like if you watch all the seasons, See, this is this is why Power was like the number one rated show or whatever. This kind of <laughs> mentality of I like this character, so they should never die. Like I'm so against that mentality because I feel like the story should come first in every single TV show. And I started to hate Game of Thrones when all the popular characters just stayed alive and for no reason at all. I feel like the story matters most. I don't care if who who dies. As long as the story stays interesting, that's all that matters. Do you think um, when people who create shows like this, do you think, I guess, was it a time where some shows did do this and the show kind of went to shit after they killed off like a good character? Yeah. Because it seemed it seemed like a lot of shows are scared to do this now. Yeah. I mean, it's only it's only a few shows that you know anybody like to me, The Walking Dead, it seemed like anybody can get it at mm -hmm. that point. But outside of that, man, it seemed like everybody be scared to kill off the the bad guy or, you know. I I remember um New York Undercover. Mm. They killed off one of the main the, the Puerto Rican dude. Guy. Yeah. yeah, yep. And the show fell off after that, but it oh, wasn't Torres. just because okay. he died. It was because the show got whack. You yeah, the know? show was bad after uh, a yeah, while. Yeah, I remember they, that. My my parents was talking about how the show fell off after that. Cause <laughs> didn't um, what's his name? Uh, he played Tommy on Martin. Yeah, uh, Thomas. What are you uh, talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't. Rem- I can't Thomas remember his Ford. Actual name. Thomas Ford. There you go. Um, when they added him on the show, and he took over for the white lady that was on there, and they moved him, and Torres was gone, and they added these this white guy character and all this stuff. I was like, this is some bullshit. And it, well, they came out in like 95? 95, 96? Yeah, 94, 95. Like yeah. Yeah. So like it was just like it was a bad show. There have been shows where they killed off the main character, and it, the ratings tanked. And they just ended up canceling the show because it just was not good. And people love that that character. Now, I, I do want to throw this in, too, because um, what I wonder, did New York Undercover mean to kill him off? Was that part of the script? Or is it, I think was it? Was it con- I think it was contract Contract thing, yeah. Yeah. That, it's the that, same, yeah. The that's, same thing with um, Chris Maloney when he was on Law & Order the first yeah. time. He yeah. left after season 12 because he wanted just as much money as Mariska Hargrave. And they wouldn't give him that, so he left. And now yeah. he got his own damn show. And, I know that's right. Yeah, and you see, and, and you see what they did with him. They they kept they kept his little uh, his character open. They didn't kill him off. Yeah, because the door they was t- always open. They yeah. talked about and, that too when he left. That the yeah, door was always exactly. open. That's for him why to come back. Yeah, that's yeah. why I always pay attention to that type of stuff. Whenever a big character leave, like did they kill him off? Did they do a, a Charlie Sheen? And just say he died in a plane accident or something like that, or, <laughs> or oh, did he just he take a trip and and left or something? I don't know. That's because he was on that drug binge, acting a damn fool. Yeah, yeah. I and think- I think it makes a difference when you have a show like that when it's like, you know, 
it's not like they plan ahead what the plot's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that those shows are like episode to episode is like every new thing. So when they kill off a character, it's not like they planned on killing them off. Yeah. It's just some shit happened. But some shit like Game of Thrones or whatever, it's like those are based on books. That was planned to happen. It was set up in the story to happen when it happened. I never so. watched Game of Thrones. It just was never, it's never been my thing. I've tried to get into the House of the Dragon. And I watched it for the first half, but I was just like, oh. Man, I tried to get in the Game of Thrones. I couldn't, man. I, I yeah, got I like, like four episodes. I felt, I, look, I, I started off the same <laughs> as y'all, but it actually is a really good show. Um, you got to get, you got... The the first, I think the first four seasons of Game of Thrones are like some of the best TV, man. Like you really got to get through the first few episodes because it starts off kind of slow. But like even if you're not into that kind of setting, like the characters are really good. The story is really good. The way it sets up things that happen in the future, it's really just smart. So I like, and and everybody, it wasn't my cup of tea when I first started. I only watched it because I was producing the show with the host who loved it. And I wanted Mm. to keep up with him when he talked about it. But uh, it's actually a really well done show, man. At least the first four seasons are really good. After like that, it kind of falls off. Hmm? It's like eight seasons, right? Yeah, but at the at, after like the fourth season, they they ran out of book stuff to do. But they had because it was based on a bunch of books. Yeah. But after a while, like the the guy takes George George R R Martin takes too long to write the books, so they brought in some people to make their own original story, and it kind of fell off a cliff. The ending was horrible. Like, the ending was so bad. I, could, I didn't want to talk about that shit anymore. But why didn't but, it just end it on season five, then? It was making they money. They, they had... There was they, money. Yeah. The, the show got really popular. No, I, I believe that, because I remember that's all people talked about at one point on yeah. uh, and, and that's... that Low-key, yeah. that kills a show, too. Yeah. When a show gets really popular, because that's when it's like, Spoilers. okay, we just want to make the fans happy. We don't care about how the story looked no more. Like, that's how power became, too. It was like some fucking a fan was writing it at the end, man. It was like, what yeah. the fuck is Even, going on now? Yeah, and, and that's this- why I said, like, the, the season three lagged. Four and five, to me, got good. And then season, the second half of season six was, like, trash. You know, yeah. that's what, that's how I feel. But I do agree with you on some of the storylines that happened in power that were a little ridiculous and crazy. You yeah. know, so um Yeah, even even some of the ways people died, like what was the uh the lawyer named Proctor? Like man. how he went out, man. <laughs> this was motherfucker one, that was a favorite character. I don't care what y'all say. He was, but look at and see see how he went out? This dude went out like he was Tony Montana. <laughs> and you a damn lawyer, man. He he went out <laughs> literally guns blazing. And they shut up that nice penthouse only because they getting ready to move yes. on. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just like, man, come on. What lawyer you know? And he wasn't like a, a thug or nothing. No. I was like, what lawyer you know is going do you, out? Do you think that came Turtle. from like, <laughs> the like that was uh, what they call breaking the fourth wall where like we know him as old dog. So we wanted to see him go out in like an old dog type of way. <laughs> Even oh. though it made no sense for the character to get into a yeah. shootout or whatever. Yeah. I think that's what happens when you get people who are famous to play a role. It's like, we want to see. Yeah, uh, Odo from Tate. Menace. From oh, Lorenz uh, Tate. Okay, Lorenz yeah. Tate. Oh, okay. He was Proctor, wasn't he? No, 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 no. no oh, wait, no. never mind. Who, oh. Who's Proctor? No, it was, some, wh- it was some white guy. from um, Entourage. Oh, wait. Oh. He got, wait, him? Yes. Yes. Wow. I can't think of his real, his actual name. I forgot. Yeah. 
Um, but I it's thought, turtle I thought you were talking about Lorenz Tate. No, Lorenz Tate. So Congressman Tate out? is still alive. Yes, dog. I oh, wish I could. Pull, I wish I could pull this. I don't want to get flagged, but dog, he went out guns blazing. <laughs> okay, that's ridiculous. Oh yeah, because they <laughs> were they were silly. in Ghost. Well, Ghost had moved out by then. But yeah, they were in it was Ghost's in, house. Yep. And the they was it Tommy. Yeah, so so he was yeah. pretty much he was a um, setting up Tommy pretty much. He was trying to set up Tommy, but they said he got himself killed. Yeah, Tommy found out, and Tommy went to go kill him. He sent this. Uh, I, I, uh, it's funny because Tariq set it all up a little bit. Yeah, but Tariq. But um, but yeah, he sent this. Ass. He sent this daughter off with Tariq, or or Tariq. No, Tariq grabbed his daughter. With his daughter. Yeah, yeah he said, let's go to the story because he knew what was about to happen. Yeah. Because Uncle Tommy said, leave the door open. Yeah, so he, yeah, he did. He set up Proctor. Yeah. Because um, they all thought Proctor was a snitch. Yeah. And he wasn't snitching. Yeah. He was trying to help get his daughter because of what was going on with his wife or whatever, or the stuff yeah. with ghosts that was happening or whatever like that. But yeah, they killed off Proctor. He was a favorite character. Like, even now they talk about it on Twitter, like, if you can choose between Proctor and um, who's the lawyer on Power Book 2? Meth- Method Man. Yeah. His character. Um, I'm like, Proctor all day, bro. He went out like a G. I don't see Method Man's character <laughs> sacrificing yeah. himself for people like that. <laughs> That's just me. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, Miguel mentioned Empire. I guess he was joking with that. Like he mentioned, Empire. We do not put Empire in that. I never watched Empire. Shows. Empire. I've seen what? like a couple episodes. Empire. Sh- remember the show, the show Empire? With, uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence. I know, but I'm saying I thought we were talking about we, we were really like yeah, we, we was. I mean, Empire. We Empire was like is kind of in that. Empire would Empire and Power were like neck and neck. I guess they were being compared because they were run at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like Sopranos. It was kind of like Sopranos in the Wire. Yeah. Um, Empire was good in the beginning, but towards the end, and you agree to disagree, disagree, whatever. I never seen. I it. like, I liked power. I like Empire in the beginning, but towards the end, the show got crap. It was just crap, and the ending was tra- The ending was trash, just like the rest of the show went <laughs> trash. Mm. Now the show, a show that should come back, star. Now shut up! Don't say nothing else. Move on. Wait, what is that? Star it was, it was Fox. A, star. Yeah, it's a star. Yeah, that sh- that show ain't even last a season, did it? No, it, it lasted three seasons. Did it? Oh, okay. But they ended where uh, see Derek and uh, what was her name? Ah, Ryan Destiny's character were Alexandra married. Alexandra Crane. Yes, Alex. Alex is the name. So it ended where Derek and Alex got married. They were at the wedding, and it came in. I know you guys ain't gonna watch this. No. It came in guns a blazing, and that was it. That mm. was the end. All of a sudden, it got canceled right along with Empire ending. I think Lee Daniels' contract with Fox ended or something like that. But I liked the show. I think they. I felt like they had better music, way better music. The girls were way more talented, and. The storyline was them building from the ground up versus Empire. They automatically jumped into we the, the life. And then Cookie, here she comes after 19 years of being jailed. And that whole back and forth. Now, I like Tarahi P. Henson in that show. But, yeah, like, overall, like, Empire was like, eh, if I had to rank it, I would give it, like, a, a 6.2. 
for me. I, I couldn't looking, get. I've never heard of Star before. I'm looking up the cast. I remember. I, knew. I remember. Um, I, I guess when it first premiered because mm-hmm. I watched like maybe a little bit of the first episode, but I'm not really into the musicals a little bit. I know I don't want to sit there and call it a musical, but I'm not into the shows where it's like original. Uh, their original music in there and all that stuff. That's why I ain't really like Empire. I liked it. If you watch, um, and maybe a better version, I don't know if you guys are into country music. Hmm? Nope. <sighs> Y'all nah. went to the rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nashville, which aired on ABC first and then it went over to CMT for the rest of its seasons, has six seasons. Um, they do original music too, but the storyline, again, towards the end, after they killed off one of the main characters, it was trash. But the music, because everybody could actually sing, was really good. And that's what I liked about Star, is that everybody could actually sing. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that people on Empire couldn't. But another thing, too, with that, they changed music directors on the show for Empire. So first it was Rodney uh, Jerkins for the first three seasons, and then they switched to Timbaland. And I feel like even though... You guys don't like it. I think that that happening and the Juice stuff. Oh, uh, uh, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, that stuff. Or ju- I say Juice. Who called him Juice? Juice. Juice. Somebody called him Juice. Hey, I can't remember who called him that. Um, I think with that and then the incident with him, I think that's what lowered the ratings for Empire because people were watching it. People were watching. Do you really it. think that had an effect on it? Yeah. I mean, Jesse Smollett lying about a yeah. racial attack. Do you think that affected the ratings of the show? That it's not, and the it's music not like changed. he was, was the he music a main character? I know he was in the show. Yeah, he was one of the main characters. No, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the, he, he was the son, the second oldest son of Cookie and Lucius. So yeah, he was, was a big a part one. of the storyline. He, he, was, he, was he got put in the trash can at the first episode. I remember that part. Yeah, that's when he was a kid, but okay. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Uh, But, yeah, I do think that. I do think that because he was taken off the show, for one, but all that drama behind him lying, um, I think that turned people off. Plus the storylines, like you said, they they were starting to get a little... uh, Yeah, and what season was that? Was that towards the end? Okay. Yeah, it, it... I think it was like season five. Okay, so it could have been yeah. uh, 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 with the drop off too. So yeah, okay, yeah. I do. I do think that. I do truly believe that because I think that happened right around season five, um, or after season before season five, or after season five. Mm. One okay. of the two. It had to be before season five because I think right after season five they announced that Empire would have it the sixth and final season with that. Okay. So. The- the only image of Empire that's going to be stuck in my brain forever is that picture. I guess it's towards the end of uh, Terrence Howard with dreads. <laughs> Did you that see that? Y'all end. see that shit? That was I guess the, that was the last. Yeah. Year. It was like at the very end, he had like a, a head full of. It was like the worst wig I've ever seen <laughs> on a man. Tyler Perry wig. <laughs> that shit was the worst. I think that was like he was trying to figure out his life or something, or he yeah. left music it was or something. Bad. Can't Miguel break down says, "Break down, watched. Love Is Blind." We don't watch Love Is Blind. Man. I don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the very first season. 
and that yeah, was I tried it. To watch it, and I was like, you oh. know what show my ex was into that I low key got into for a while? It was that fucking. Uh, what is that show? Was it Love at First Sight? Uh, it's, it might, it's a show called Love at First Ma- Sight. Married at First Sight. Married, okay. At first sight. Yeah. Oh, okay. That show was insane, man. <laughs> I actually got into... I, I hate when I when you get into those trashy reality TV shows, but I actually got into that for a little bit. Mm. So that was one show I actually watched a little bit of, but everything else, I don't know, man. No, I yeah. don't watch those shows. I don't do love show like love matching shows. I don't. Mm-mm. The only shows I used to remember watching um, was the uh, was it called the Love Connection? Y'all remember that show? That was way back. Yeah, in the day. that was yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Love Connection. Remember they, they had parodies of that on every sitcom. Like they had a Martin episode where Shanae went on Love Connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Change of Heart. That's what the other show was called. Change yeah, of Heart. Uh, the, Change yeah. of Heart with yeah with the game infamously started. Yeah, where you, <laughs> where that's what I remember career. watching. I, I don't watch. I don't watch Love Is Blind. I, I watch it enough on Twitter when they talk about it. So. Well, look, if this writer's strike lasts long enough, we're going to see a whole lot of uh, more trash reality TV shows. Those already that's, out there. I mm-hmm. know, but it's going to pick up if this strike keeps going. So that, if, When you ready. think about it, because the strike in 2007, 2008 happened, that's when reality TV really took, took off. over. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I need the writer's strike to get it together because I don't, I don't need no more reality shows to try to catch up on. I ain't got time. I think it's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, how long y'all think this strike gonna uh, last? Because I think me, last me, one lasted about a year. Yeah, me and Rocket was talking about this. I want to say last week with the problem. I guess with the problem, the main problem being kind of the the AI situation too, right? It's, that, it's a lot of things. It's a, this mm-hmm. uh, revenue from streaming, right? They yep. want is, that's that's like I think the big thing for them. It's AI as well. They don't mm-hmm. want any AI stuff involved, which I think is going to be a hard sell. Um, it's, it's a lot of things, but I think it's mainly revenue based. So I don't in know. In the middle we'll of see. real life Terminator, yeah, <laughs> and iRobot, like no, really, really, we are. We, and we I am Legend this. about to happen too. Shit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. you using any AI stuff yet? I have used Chat GPT. I, I'm sorry. I just wanted to try it out to see what it can do. And I needed some emails written and it did it. My what boss is, what is using it. Okay, there you go. Did you, uh, so you use it? You've used it for work. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, see, fi- making well, it work to, for you. Yeah. To find work. <laughs> 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 Let it clean up your resume, man. It can do that. It can do a lot of things. So no, my, my resume is is good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, so other things that happened this week we got to talk about. Um, should we circle back to the Jamie Foxx thing? Should I get to my theory or? or yeah, let's get, yeah, let's get. To, well. Yeah, let's get. Yeah, let's get. Look. So I know we had a whole issue and discuss about in discussion about not spreading rumors and making stuff up. But there's new information that came out today about Jamie Foxx and his status. Um, I, I believe, I think it, it kind of started or sparked off when Torre, who is a uh, like music journalist, been around since forever. I remember him on Was MTV. He, yeah. That's he had that I mean. infamous interview with R. Kelly oh, when, yeah. uh, before Gail King, way before Gail King. Yeah. And he asked R. Kelly if he was attracted to underage oh, girls. Yeah. And R. Kelly said, now Under- when we say underage, mm. how old are we talking? Mm. 
<laughs> and Torre was like, he was just, just like, uh, at like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and 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 remember, after that, R. Kelly still had a career. Like he that was interview popping, was not man. the nail in the coffin. <laughs> Oh, he did a collab with Lady Gaga after that. So. And that was like, oh, what, 2010? <laughs> Something like that. that. I, look, I was working that at was the like radio. 2013, 14. Y- yes, I was working at the radio station then. <laughs> so that was <laughs> damn their recent. I, I got in the game in 2012. <laughs> but yeah. What's your, what's your theory, Ryan, about Jamie Foxx? So I, I, got, I got to clear the information first because Torre said um, basically he, he, he has some information heard i don't know where you heard it from that um uh jamie fox was was in icu intensive care and his Mm -hmm. family were his family was preparing for the worst basically Mm -hmm. i'm paraphrasing but that's basically what it said he deleted that i don't know if it was a tweet or post on instagram whatever he deleted it shortly after Mm -hmm. and but this of course fired up speculation because before this we we just heard like blogs and random people and, or random companies just tweeting stuff or it looked like clicks. But this was the first time that I saw that somebody with any kind of credibility actually fed into what's being rumored about his condition, Jamie Foxx. And so that got the whole thing kind of spinning again. Everybody's wondering what's going on. And um, so I, I guess his daughter, who was actually the one who broke the news that a mental con- condition happened with Jamie Foxx, uh, made a post on her Instagram story basically saying that um, Jamie Foxx, uh, basically all these rumors are lies. He's been out the hospital for two weeks now and was playing pickleball today. Mm-hmm. Which if y'all don't know what pickleball is, that's like tennis for old people. Yeah. Um, so apparently he's out and about and healthy and healthy enough to be playing sports. According to uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter, she also said we have a or they have a big uh, announcement coming next week. So I don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on anymore. Um, so here here is my theory, man. And look, y'all, y'all can knock it or break it down or tear it down. <laughs> but after look, because I'm trying to piece in my head how any of this makes any sense, how if he's in serious condition, any kind of update, but the the radio silence and then him going from the, in a hospital to healthy and been out the hospital for two weeks. So here, here's here's my thing because this all started. He was on the set of a made for Netflix show or t or movie with uh what's her name. The girl from The Mask and uh, what's her fucking name? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, yeah. So he's on set and apparently he's having like a meltdown. And the cops are called and apparently it's really bad. You know, and it's so bad that Cameron Diaz is now reportedly talking about retiring from acting again. Because she retired and then came out of retirement. I didn't even realize she retired. Yeah, she retired like I want to say... like 2014 or something like that. It was a while ago. And she came back just recently, but apparently she was, according to reports, this meltdown was so bad that she wanted to retire again. So all this happens. There's reports of this erratic behavior. Then we get the information that a medical condition happened, but it was something happened. And that's all we heard, really. 
for about a month. Speculation starts happening, and now we're to the point where he's been out the hospital this whole time and he's playing sports and shit. So, look, man, my mind goes to this option because I have to think about what can be so embarrassing that it would have to be covered up. And my, my idea is this. I think he might, it's possible, I think it's possible that he has an addiction issue and he went to rehab. Mm. Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. When you think of the fact that he was spazzing out on set, then something happened. Where did you Look, read that he was spazzing out on set, though? That that was, uh, it's everywhere. Look up Cameron Diaz. It's been reported, like, it actually is not just a blog rumor. It actually was reported by, like, real publications. Yeah, um, I didn't even know that. I just knew about the... Uh, yeah, it got yeah, real serious. It got, like, the cops were called, apparently, and everything. Damn. So, it was like a real incident. And, uh, like, I don't know what it was about. It could be people were fucking up. I don't know. But I'm I'm just trying to make this make sense to me why this would be kept on the low so much. And my that's that's where I'm going, man, because I'm like, if he's healthy enough to be playing sports and stuff, why not just a quick video? Hey, thanks for the love and support. I'm doing well. I'll see you guys soon. But when you're in rehab, especially these fancy celebrity rehab facilities, they don't allow cameras and shit. So... That could be an explanation as to why we haven't seen him. This is where my mind is going, man. I could be wrong 100%, but I'm trying to make sense as to why, if he's healthy enough to be playing pickleball, he couldn't take a, a quick flicker video, say, thanks for the thoughts and prayers. I'm doing better. See you guys soon. We just saw that post on Instagram that could have been anybody after it was announced that Nick Cannon was taking over his show, Shazam, or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, Shazam. And then, and then now we go to his daughter announcing that the rumors are capped. So that's where my mind is, man. Y'all can shoot it down and say it's baseless speculation, which it basically is. But I'm just trying to think of any situation where you couldn't just say what happened. And I know we respect people's privacy. I know... Look, they, they, they're the ones who announced it. That's my thing. They're the ones who announced something happened and then gave no updates. So that's just where it, my mind went. Maybe it's just something they don't want to be out there. And that's the only thing I think about that's like embarrassing enough to where you just are not going to say what happened. Yeah. And I think Jamie got a lot to lose if we all found out he had an addiction problem with the rehab. Yeah. Like like you said, the, the show Shazam, that's a big show. I think it, it might be on, what is it, on Fox? It's on Fox or ABC or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's on Fox, yeah. So he got a lot at stake. So I think the last thing he that need to get out is he went to, he went to rehab because he went crazy on the set and he trying to get his life together. So, I, look, I'm not shooting that down at all, man. I don't. Look, man, a lot of people in Hollywood probably or everybody probably on drugs. But um I never thought about that with Jamie Foxx for some reason. It's like we never saw Jamie Foxx at his worst. And uh I didn't know anything about him spazzing out on set. So um it, it's funny you said that because the only thing I heard about Jamie Foxx was him being in the hospital. And that thing like that might have covered maybe that covered it up. 
They said he had a um, a medical complication. Yeah, people speculated. Has... People said stroke, but there's never anything confirming that too. So, like, we just don't know what happened to him. Yeah, so that... this is what I'm reading. Okay, about the the meltdown as mm-hmm. you were talking. Um, so apparently, apparently, a worker on the film tried to involve Jamie in a forty thousand dollars scam, and this is according to a website called StyleCaster.com. It's a fashion slash entertainment news site. Um, but the the worker tried to involve him in like a scam. And apparently that same employee might have been involved in some past attempted scams involving wealthy celebrities. And uh, police were allegedly called to the set um, after the Fox dust up trying to figure out what's happened. I guess he lost a lot of money too. So they fired, he said, they're saying that he for, fired like four people on set. Yeah, apparently a lot of people got cut that day. And he yeah. it, it wasn't just this guy, because I read that too, but he, he was having issues with the entire production. Right. And like fired a bunch of people on set. And like I said, I don't know what happened, you know, but I'm just trying to make sense as to why. Like I said, the daughter put this information out there. Everybody's worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a brief update. I'm not saying we got to, live stream him for two hours but a brief update if he's been out the hospital for two weeks and people are all all worried that he's dying a brief update saying he's fine he did technically post but that could have been anybody it was it was like that that was a very vague post congratulating nick cannon and, and and something like that but there wasn't really an update on his condition people didn't even know if he was conscious at this point so that's my only thing, handle. man. But to me, something tells me he doesn't handle his own socials. So, yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah, a lot of celebrities don't handle their own socials like that. So, yeah. I mean, what you say may be right, which is unfortunate because I love that man. He's one of my favorite actors ever. Um, but you can also say stroke, too. I mean, like you said, there's no evidence, but there's also mm-hmm. no evidence of addiction issues or anything like that. That's either. true. You never seen him fall out. You never seen him be um, messy or look disheveled or anything like that. Every time we've seen Jamie Foxx out in public, he's been very clean cut and put together. You never seen him look bad. As far as I I remember, I've never seen him look bad when he's out in public. So either if he is addicted, he's covering up really well, or he has a great team and they put his ass together before he go outside every day. If you know what I mean. Like, if he's been having a, a drunken night or, you know, he's been all night, they get him in the shower and they get him going, make sure he go. He has a great-ass assistant in the team. But yeah. either way, I, I I personally think it was a stroke just because of how long he's been in the hospital. And that whole time, they could have just been waiting for updates. Obviously, they can't update us every time something happens. And he may be playing pickleball, pickleball because... They told him he needs to start moving or he's okay to start moving again. It could have been a stroke, a minor stroke. It could have been a minor heart attack. Or, you know, it could have been an addiction issue and he was in rehab. But I didn't realize this happened back in March, though. I thought he was. No, because the thing just happened at the end of April. The, 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 the thing on set happened at the end of March. And then the medical complication happened at the beginning of April. Okay. So it was then the close to a April. month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think of stuff like, look at what just happened to Jeremy Renner. You know, this dude was almost killed by a snowplow. 
Man, that was... And we got an update on him pretty quickly, I feel, especially for somebody who was damn near death. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, he almost died. Yeah. And we got an update, like, a few days later, he was saying he's okay. And I think he... that situation is different. Probably his team discussed it for him to be a little bit more open about what was happening and what was going on. And he probably felt like it was okay to share that information. Not everybody feels comfortable sharing everything that happens. Yeah. So if it was a discussion beforehand, and as we can see, his daughter, you know, pretty much keeps a close hand on him. They're so close together. So she could be the family spokesperson and pick and choose what should be released and put out there. He could have definitely said to the team, his team, his PR, his agent manager, whatever, you know, we know information is going to slip out about this. Somebody's going to tell something. But absolutely nothing should be out. No information. She could have told him that, you know. I'm kind of they're so close. I'm kind of curious now because um, I wonder, I wonder how did, like, where did this, where did the rumors come from? Because it wasn't like we found out he was in the hospital from her, like, from the very beginning. It wasn't like, hey, guys, I know y'all. Yeah, it seemed like it was. It seemed like it was going on before we actually heard real word of it, or at I least didn't that's see until, that's how I, um, yeah. When I first saw it, was somebody in the comments on like the shade room or something like that saying, "Oh Lord, you went to the shade room." <laughs> no, I think so. Somebody posted the comment in the shade room, and that's how. So I wasn't on the shade room, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, somebody said, "Hey, Jamie Foxx is in the hospital. I heard he's not doing too good." Something. It was somebody like my mama work at the. You know, same hospital, something like that. But that was the first time I heard it. This was before I think this was before the the daughter spoke up on it. So I'm I'm kind of curious, like where did you mean when she first initially announced that he was in the hospital for a medical complication? Or yeah, yeah, because I think the internet was going nuts because I didn't even want to speak on it because I didn't see like I didn't see TMZ or anything anybody say anything about it. It was just you know how the internet is. Right. They yeah, wouldn't adopt somebody dead and you don't see anything about it. So I saw Corinne's uh thing first before I saw any of that stuff. And then from what I understand, Radar Online was the first like site to like post the news about what was going on with Jamie. Um and then it kind of just like snowballed from there where the other blogs picked it up. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm yeah, I'm kind of curious, like, I wonder if Maybe somebody did like maybe let's use your um your theory on this. Maybe somebody saw him in some type of facility. Maybe it wasn't a hospital. Maybe it was some type of facility. And, you know, they didn't know what was going on. They just knew he was in the hospital for something. So a lot of times, um these news sites will call up the celebrities PR people and give them a heads up about a story that's coming out. And to your theory, that might have been what happened. He might have, you know, was addicted or he was like messing with, uh, dealing with it or whatever. And instead of that story coming out like that, it probably, the PR person caught it and said, hey, can you say this instead? And then that's probably when the daughter jumped in to give an actual update on what's going on with Jamie Foxx. Because that yeah. I've seen it on the Kardashians where like, their PR people would call them and say, hey, this story about Kanye is about to be posted or about your family. I just wanted to let you know 
so you can jump in to comment or jump ahead of it or whatever. And that's what probably, it's probably why she came out with the statement that she came out with saying it was a medical complication. I'm convinced the Kardashians are at least part owners of TMZ. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced of that much. Yeah. It seems like they're all, TMZ will spill the tea on everybody, but them in particular, they're very defensive. And that entire crew is just, nah. There was stuff like, there was Hitler stuff when Kanye first went to TMZ that never came out. <laughs> and I'm like, y y this is the, uh, the one of the biggest, I think it was a Jewish owned, the guy, Tom, what's his name, whatever his <laughs> name is, like a Jewish guy. You think he would be offended enough to say, hey, Kanye's acting like a Nazi here. But none of that stuff came out. So I'm convinced Kardashians are like part owners or very deeply entrenched with TMZ. Yeah, they but know though. They know Harvey um Levin, Levin. yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they have a really close They're they're tapped in with him for sure. The Kardashians are the Hollywood mafia. Basically. Everybody wants yeah. to be close to them or have some type of connection to them cuz that gets them more money and more opportunities. Let's just They real. probably they honestly they probably look out for them. So, why like sure, if they look out for I us. I won't I won't say, huh? I'm about to go find me Chris Jenner to make her my manager because she be getting them some money. Nah, shit. <laughs> she be working. But to to my theory, because I was also thinking about this too, and I could be wrong, but has anybody who was working with um Jamie Foxx in the days before this medical issue said anything? No. Like even a prayer, like did Cameron Diaz say prayers up to Jamie Foxx? She's co-starring with him in a movie right now. She probably talked to him personally. Like, but was she not even expressed support publicly? Maybe, like, maybe I, they I, were asked not to. It's po that's possible. Yeah. yeah. But uh, part of me feels like pe there are people who know what's going on are just not saying anything. Yeah. Or, or what about this? I, I know you mentioned the uh, addiction thing. What about everybody's go-to line? Mental health. Maybe uh, like did that he actually too. did he actually have a breakdown? Like he that actually just too. just went nuts and like look, we know we know how we treat mental issues as black men. Nobody wants to admit like I had a breakdown and went to therapy, you know. So I can see the embarrassment of not wanting to admit that publicly and keep yeah. that on a low. So that's possible. Yeah, or know. or just or just the embarrassment of just passing out on set because we never really. I never remember Jamie Foxx spazzing out on set like this. So maybe it could have been something like that where you feel a little embarrassed and need a couple weeks or a month to kind of get yourself together because he'd be working his ass off. Mm -hmm. So and maybe... He's almost 60 years old, man. Like, yeah. he's up there in age. Yeah, he's working so. a lot. He, he He's one of those guys that hosts everything. He, 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 he do a lot of shit. So maybe, you know, he just went nuts where he just got to, you know chill out for a month. Well, I guess we'll never really know until he actually speaks That's on true. It. Yeah. And I mean, he might not even tell us what actually happened. He'll be like, it was a personal thing and I don't know. We might never know. Yeah. But I, I, my, my mind, like now that we know from his daughter that he seems to be okay, at least enough to play sports and shit, that <laughs> I, I'm wondering like what was the severity really what we thought it was? Was it something else and has he been away because he's been trying to get himself together? I don't know. He's probably been trying to heal because if it happened like a month ago and he's been out of the hospital for the past two weeks and now he's up like playing sports and stuff, 
I mean, depending on how big, you know, the issue was, like you said, it probably could have, he could have been in the hospital for like a week or two, and then they released him. And he's probably just been quiet, just trying to take care of himself to get better so that he can be out. You know, I'm pretty sure that at some point, Jamie Foxx is going to show his face. Oh, like, yeah. He's yeah. not going to do it just because we keep yelling and saying, you need to talk to us. You need to talk to us. Um, my ad ain't at Houston Rocket. Oh, no, that's actually our um, <laughs> our that's background. Not, that's the, that's yeah, part of our yeah, background. Oh, was yeah. like, <laughs> it, it wasn't your tag. No. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm confused. What's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, they could have just, you know, as with any surgery or a medical issue that you may have where you're out of sight for weeks, you got to take time to heal for yourself. Like, we're not owed a explanation or an answer or anything from these artists that go through this. It's a privilege to know what's going on, but it's not a right to know what's going on. I think the biggest problem with this situation is all the speculation because everybody was so quick to want to hit something viral and be the first one to break that news. So then all the information became conflicting and just too much. And it's like, who's sharing this information? Because I'm pretty sure the people that are talking are not actually a part of his team. It's probably people oh, that yeah. were in wherever he's at, you know? Yeah, that's how it usually go. It, it might be some yeah. type of uh, part-time nurse or somebody want, there that just... They want money for the tip, so yeah, they're going to they give probably, whatever they want. Yeah, they probably just seeing, you know, the game of telephone. They probably just seen them and and heard somebody say it's this, and then get all around the world and that's yeah. why they say they always say insider or a close source. It's like the the nurse of the <laughs> assistant of that nurse. Like you you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the I person mean, I, that I takes agree. the blood. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we don't have to know. And look, it, it's none of our business. Uh, it's just fun speculation, not, not fun speculation, but it's just us speculating on a podcast. But I, I agree that we're not owed that, but this is what happens when you volunteer this information, yeah. you know? And it's the thing, it brings you back to like Chadwick Boseman, you know? he They just announced he died. And we don't know what happened. We We didn't know he was sick. We didn't know if he was hospitalized. We didn't know anything until they just announced his death because they chose to keep that very secret and close to their chest, which they have a right to. Yeah. And now if in the months up to that, they said Chadwick Boseman's in the hospital and didn't provide any updates. Yeah, we're going to wonder what the fuck is going on, you know? But the fact that there was ready, nothing happened. We just had that weird video of, uh, him when he looked really skinny, but he nobody at that point really thought he was sick. Sick people just thought he was just training for a, people thought he was just method acting for a role or whatever. Yeah, but like that that is what happens when you really want to keep something close to chest. My my only thing is like okay, you told us he was in the hospital for something and didn't say what, and then just didn't t- say anything after that. You know. So yeah. of course that's that's when people speculate, man. Yeah. So and that's you, human you, nature too, man. What's that? That's that's I think that's a little human nature too. Because yeah. because if like think about your Facebook friend who who's in this relationship and all of a sudden they break up. Mm-hmm. We want to know what happened. <laughs> like you've been showing us this couple, you've been showing us him for years, and now it's you, all naturally nosy. Yeah, so, so we just I. Like me, I, sometimes I snoop around like, damn, what happened? 
Yep. I the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so. Snooping. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this tweet about? Why are they playing on Twitter? Oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Yeah, so sometimes, like, they don't owe us anything, but sometimes we want to know what happened. <laughs> no, and I, I totally agree with that. I mean, obviously, we all want to know and make sure that, you know, Jamie Foxx is okay because he's a beloved talent. Like, we, he's a he's a triple threat or more because he has other titles. But, I mean, he's the ultimate triple, triple threat, and people have done nothing but give good words about this man. And so, yeah, we all naturally want to make sure that he's okay. Um, but how much information can you give in a situation where they just say medical complication, but they don't really want you to know because they're not even sure what's happening? That's something to think about, too. You know, like maybe the, the daughter didn't know exactly what was happening, but she knew that her dad was in the hospital and she knew she just needed to be there. Yeah. You know, and so true. she posted something so that we can figure out what's happening. Because a lot of times, like, when it, you go to a hospital, you go to the doctor, you go to ER, and they have to go through 50 million tests before they can actually diagnose you with what was happening. And so, like I said before, at some point, he's probably going to talk to us and tell us what happened. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he go on, like, Angie Martinez or, you know, um, talks to – people probably don't like him, but talks to Charlamagne. He might talk to uh, – I don't know. He might uh, talk to uh, Drew Barrymore. She got a new show that's popping out, doesn't she? Drew Barrymore is gonna be the new Ellen. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> white people, thing. white people need a new Ellen. As long as she starts dancing. Um, but yeah, she, <laughs> he may go on any other talk show, sir, or even do today or GMA and talk yeah. about like what happened. So I mean, I say give it another month or two. Obviously, he's not finishing the actual movie he's working on. They did a body double for it. Mm-hmm. But I say give it another month or two. He's probably gonna probably gonna tell us exactly what happened with him. Yeah, we'll see. They got to prep the clone for uh, deployment. <laughs> yeah, make sure make sure all the kids. I see. I out. see you tweet that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you say, know that's coming, man. He said the that, clone that, is almost finished. <laughs> clone, clone is going through beta testing, man. They got to make sure the kinks are good. See, that's why they hid Demar Hamlin. You know, they have to make mm-hmm. sure everything was right before they put him in front of the camera. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm um, look. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take his daughter's word. I'm glad he's good. Yeah, and playing pickleball or whatever. So I, I'm glad he's good because it was kind of weighing on me a little bit. Like mm-hmm. when I seen that last update of, you know, they preparing the family preparing for the worst. I was just like, man, we can't lose Jamie, man. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't say nothing. I didn't. Say yeah, nothing. it was bothering me. I almost muted the word Jamie because mm-hmm. I like I ain't want to see everybody kept reposting that shit too, man. I'm like, damn, I, like, like, we see the damn update. <laughs> the same way they keep reposting that video of Janelle Monet flashing. Oh, they could keep reposting that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> can we can we talk about that? Can we talk yeah. about the uh, the switch up with Janelle Monet? Like, look. <laughs> y'all said it before. I got both of y'all bookmarked it, too, didn't you? You bookmarked it on Twitter. Tell the truth. Nah, I ain't I got to. A, Everybody I keep a, I took a nice reposting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you bookmarked it since Ryan want to act all. Look, I, I'm somebody who listened to Janelle Monet like very early on, and look, I'm not gonna act like I don't like the fact that she all about ass and whatnot now and 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 naked and shit. But do y'all feel like everything has to be this in music now? Because how many artists do we have who are just like not doing this at this point. 
The I think you, you have know, to think about the one how... I, the one I could think about is Alicia Keys, man. But Alicia ne- Keys is kind of aged out the game, yeah, though. I don't. No, I, I wouldn't put. I'm it just with saying, the like, even from the beginning, like, when have you seen a sexual Alicia Keys? She never been like that before. I know she married now, but she never been that way. And I, I felt- think you have to think about though the evolution of Janelle Monae. You know how she started out, you know, with the clothes like she wore the black and white, and HRW. See, you're getting Jay yeah. Bell. You said you wouldn't get distracted by the say, comments. I did, but I didn't, did I say anything. Wouldn't. I didn't say anything. I know my thought. Be quiet. Yeah, Let me and, know. And this is okay. this is about the talk. artist Janelle. Janelle. Let me talk. Okay, so. And he spelled my name wrong. And um, okay, so when you there, think about oh, about I see he, you, bro. that's not you. Oh, okay, that's I'm, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Janelle Monae. Let me my hide the comments. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, so you got to think about how Janelle Monae, her evolution um, to wearing the black and white outfits that she used to wear to where she is now. Now, her reason for wearing those outfits, I don't know if you guys saw that clip of her at the 2012 Black Girls Rock uh, ceremony, that she wears that as a uniform because of her parents, her, her mother, her father, and her stepfather. They all used to work in job, work at jobs that they wore uniforms, and that's the reason why she wore it as a representation of them. And now, when you look at how she kind of has let her guard down more and more over the years, it's been coming around for a long time. Do you guys remember the song she did with the pink pants and it was like the vagina? I don't remember. The I song. remember. I, I remember that. I think it was called Pink or something like that. Yeah, I remember. It was like a yeah. I remember that song. So she basically, you know, she's she's opening herself up, and also too, Janelle Monae is at a point in her career where she doesn't have nothing else to prove. Okay, so she's liberating herself from having to prove anything else to anyone in the industry or anyone out there that thinks that she is not worthy of where she is right now. And that's where I, that's what I get from it. It's a liberation of herself, you know, of who she was in the beginning, what people were used to, to where she is now. That's how I see it. I understand that thought and that could be true, but to me, it looks like she's chasing what's hot right now because every female artist is doing this. You know, when she came out, like I said, I listened to her early on, you know, when she had that the Android series of albums and mixtapes and shit. And it was like a very conceptual, it, it, it was different from shit that was out at that time, okay? It was not just like cookie cutter pop music. Right. It was like this whole lore about androids and this futuristic type motif. And the way the, it was like a retro futuristic type feel to it with her suits and tuxedos and shit. And the way the video, the choreography, everything was very, very, uh, it, it was something different. And now, like, looking at this, like I said, I like it as a man, but it, it's like this everything have to be this. Well, you know? first of all, women have always have gone the sexy route at some point in their career. You know, when they start flopping. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to be fair, flourishing. like, I get her older stuff did not sell that much. Okay, it, people who were fans liked it, but it was not like she was like a one of the top stars of her era. Right. Okay. But my my reason for saying that is that's not true. Not necessarily true. 
some people liberate out of what they are told to do in the beginning of the career. And once they get to a point where they don't have to listen to anyone, um, they do what they want, if that makes sense. So if you look at artists like Mariah Carey, and yes, I do realize Janelle Monae and Mariah Carey are on different spectrums of the singing. But when you look at Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey's music in the beginning, even her image in the beginning, because she was married, and, you know, her husband, you know who the husband was, mm-hmm. um, Tommy Mottola. She was very covered up. And they, even if she showed a little bit, it was only like an arm or a leg. Once she was able to take over her own career and really, like, move forward, she shed that old image and did something new so that people, people already loved her to death, but she needed something new to liberate herself from the image or the old personality of who she was before and what people were used to. And I think that's what's happening with Janelle Monet, that she's shedding that old image of what people were used to before to give them where she's at in her life right now. The biggest example I can use, but this person always been consistent, is Beyonce. Let me tell you why. When... She was at the beginning of her solo career. Not with Destiny's Child, her own solo career. Even it was the same with her. You know, you can tell she was uncomfortable with herself and who she was as a solo artist. And that's why she built the persona of the ego, the alter ego, um, Sasha Fierce. Now, once she got to a certain point in a certain place in her career, she shed and got rid of Sasha Fierce, and now she's just Beyonce. And that's just the end. People weren't used to that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Or they were They were like, where is Sasha Fierce? We want Sasha Fierce. She's gone. It's just me. Like, people literally do that once they get to a certain point of their career. I don't believe it's when they flop. I believe it's when they're really flourishing and they realize where they want to go in their life and then where their music wants to go. You kind of have to grow with the music. So if she would have stayed in that and still did the same music over and over and over again, yeah, no, it wasn't going to go nowhere. So she had to do something different. Because people are still watching her. They still love her music. They still love her. But she needed something different because she was growing. So while she's growing and she's, you know, becoming something else in her own life, her music does too. And so does her image. It's all changing. I don't think it's just a sexy route for record label album sales or whatever. I think it's a personal uh, evolution of herself. And that's what the music's going to reflect on, just like it does with any of these artists out here. If they really are growing, you know, they're going to change. And it's going to show in their music and their image. So is she she still trying to... Look, I I ain't trying to disrespect her at all, but is she still trying to, you know, be this person in music? Because I I thought she... I thought she kind of moved past the music and got more into the act, um, acting and all that. I think she took a break from music. Yeah, she did for a while. Okay, okay, yeah. because I was wondering because um, she been playing in a lot of stuff, but well, she has her own record label too. Because uh, what's his name? J- Jadina. J- oh yeah, Jadina. the one that looked like yeah, one look like the, the game. Oh, He's 1920s. All, I think he, I'm a class. Was it the classic man? Yeah. Well, the classic yeah. man. Yeah. I'm yeah, a classic man. But um, yeah, but I think he's still on her record label, so she's still doing music. 
if she still has a record label? I mean, uh, uh, yeah, she she can have a record label, but is she still like one of the actives out here? Is she still yeah. is she still trying to you know, is she still trying to get that hit? If that makes sense. Now she is, I think, with this new release and new music coming. That, that, that's why I was wondering. Before she really wasn't. Okay, that's what I was wondering because I'm like, I feel like she would only do something like this if she was like really active out here. And the music wasn't really doing anything, so now she got to go to Plan B, which which is to do this. But I'm like, if she just kind of focused on the movies and you know, uh, uh, you know, life after music, I'm like, what's the point of kind of doing this? So well, that was, that was kind of my question. No entertainer, no celebrity these days stay in one lane anymore. I mean, we all know that from J Lo, <laughs> from Jennifer Lopez. Um, but I get what you're saying. I think she just took a break. And she decided she wanted to do other projects as artists, singers do. And when you think about the reviews that she got from being in um, Glass Onion, is that what it's called? Glass Onion. Really great reviews. I mean, she's doing what she wanted to do. And now she feels some inspiration to go do music like Lady Gaga does. You know, Lady Gaga took that big break after uh, Joanna. Joanne. And she she released Chromica. I think that's the name of it. I can't pronounce shit right. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but in between Joanne and her last album, she did A Star is Born. And now she's working on another movie. And she's done House of Gucci. So it's kind of the same realm. Okay. You know, they take a break. They find some stuff that makes them inspired. And they get back to work. I mean, you think about Beyonce. Beyonce... Hadn't released an actual project, like her own actual project. Like so, the gift is not her album. She curated curated that project, and she was a part of it. She produced it, but it's not really her album, if that makes sense. How many songs did you have on it? She had thirteen. No, no. You mean like her physically on it? Yeah, like songs where she was performing on that album. Let me look it up because look, we <laughs> let, let's not <laughs> say because it didn't do well that it wasn't a Beyonce album. No, I'm not saying that at all. It's a good album. The Gift is a good album, but she even said herself it wasn't her album because she curated a lot of the artists that were on it, and she would be featured. I think she really only has. I'll look it up right now. I'm looking it. right now. I'm kind of one, two. Okay. Uh. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> well, the interlude don't count. I'm not going to okay. count the interlude. Eight, nine. And this is out of 13? Out of like a lot of songs. Okay. Yeah. 10. It's like 27 songs. Okay. Nah. She's on this more than Kendrick was on the uh, Black Panther album, I feel. Okay. I, I don't know if you can say this is part of her break. Like, this, this, this is a lot of work she put out for this album. Well, so, I mean, so, so should you put that in the Beyonce catalog? Is it fair to do that, or...? It is in the brown. It's in the Beyonce catalog. I wouldn't call it a Beyonce. Like I wouldn't call Black Panther the album the Kendrick album, but it counts as his body of work. 
if that makes any sense. That's what like, I'm saying with this, with the gift. Okay. Lion King, the gift. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a body of work, but it's not necessarily her album. Yeah. Okay. Like she curated I, yeah, that's fair. with the art, other artists on it, and it was a another part to Blackest King. That was the purpose of that whole thing. It's like correlation with the lion, the live action version of the Lion okay. King. Um, but my point is, is like her last actual album that she released was Lemonade back in 2016, right? So it's been a long time since she actually has released her own project. In between that, she's done a lot of stuff. She did Beachella. Beachella. She did her tour. She voiced some other stuff. She's, like, done stuff with Tiffany's. Like, they do stuff in between for a reason, to give themselves a break so they become inspired again like the rest of us try to. That that was my whole point of it. But do you think Beyonce's music has evolved with this last album? Oh, yeah. Me personally, yes. Because when I listen back to her first album, her first solo album, but even if you think about Destiny's Child, period, her singing is way better. The subjects of her songs are way better. Really? That, that, I, I would take exception with that. Because, I, 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 uh, look, I don't think it was a bad album, but when I listened to this new Beyonce album, when I did listen to it, it felt to me like a 40-year-old trying to sound cool like the 20-year-olds. It didn't sound like a mature album. Because the album is not really catered to everyone. <laughs> the album is electronic dance house music, and it's really more geared towards the LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus community. So even when you, like, if you've seen the footage of the Renaissance World Tour, it's a lot of voguing, ballroom, a lot of... Um, a lot of house music. When you listen to the albums, a lot of house music in there. You know what I'm saying? It's a vibe. And it's not going to be for everybody, honestly, truthfully. Um, but to me, because of it's such a different turn from what Lemonade was, yeah, I do believe that she has evolved. I think, I wouldn't put it high up on my list, like maybe number two for Renaissance or number three. But I do think she has evolved. Because, I mean... What is she going to do after this? She has two more acts after this. And they're talking about country. They're doing, she's going to do country. So. Yeah, we'll see. I do. That's <laughs> what I feel. I feel like she she has evolved. Because, I mean, you listen, just listen to Cuff It. Listen to Cuff It. Cuff It is a terrible song, man. Come on oh, now. <laughs> Let's move you gonna on. Say that to, I know you're you going to say that. Now, Rogers. You're going to say that to the Beehive? Um, come on. <laughs> we, we, I, 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 I would hope even by now the Beehive is honest about this last Beyonce album, man. I'm not going to go as far as say it's trash, but it is it has to be like one of the weakest albums she's released. Like, let's be real, man. Like, I don't see how you can listen to this album and say she is moving forward in 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 her vocal content. I want to I want to ask Jay Bell this: What what do you if you had to pick the weakest Beyonce album? And I'm not saying it got to be the trash a trash album, but just the weak link. We we always do this with Jay Z. What's the I am we- Sasha Fierce, the weakest one? 
Really? I think that's the worst album that she had. Mm. I didn't like it. She was trying too hard to cater to two audiences at the same time when she didn't need to do that. Mm. So I, I think that's because I forgot what's on this album. Was it was that the album with Halo on it? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, but Power I could a boy. Okay. But I could see around that time too. Um, this was a single ladies album. Wow. This was the weakest one. Hell I feel yeah, like I this kind of song. made her. Wow. I hate that fucking song. Oh my god, I hate that fucking. What song. single single, single ladies. ladies? I hate that fucking song. That song. Oh, two thousand eight. <laughs> oh, I wanted to shoot myself. Wow. That song was played every Well, you, uh, to be where. fair, you, you hate things that were played a lot on radio because you work in radio. So. No, I wasn't even in radio then. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, well, single, <laughs> you, single Ladies is a very popular song at weddings, so I, I, I can I see people tired of that, being tired of that song. I never really liked the song, but I, I always thought it was very popular within the Beehive, and I thought that album was very popular within the Beehive. I'm surprised to hear that people didn't like that album. I don't like it. I do but, not like it. I don't mm. think it was one of her best. I the one I would say is her best is Four. Four is her best album. Her mm. first, her fourth, fourth, yeah, Four is her best album, and then I would say Lemonade is behind that, and then Renaissance. No, Damn. B-Day and I was about to say, what about B-Day? She B-Day has seven. Gets no love. She, has, she has seven albums. Seven. Yeah, B-Day has some slaps on here, though. I'm looking at it, it now. Do. That's why I, I said <laughs> B-Day, then Renaissance. Okay, okay. You ain't say B-Day at <laughs> we first. We do this today. Y'all <laughs> no, no, I'm just... I'm, 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 wait, I'm you think, wait, you think Renaissance is wait, the number wait, two wait, hold Beyonce on, album? Wait, No, I said Lemonade. Wait, hold on. Let's let's get you to rank the Beyonce. I don't want to put you on the spot, but... Let's get the uh, J Bell, and we won't dip, we won't disagree mm-hmm. or debate or anything. Mm-hmm. What's I'll just the, make a face? What's the what's the enough. what's the J Bell official Beyonce album rankings? Why do I gotta be the one to give my ranking? You the Beehive? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, not the Beehive. Now, I'm a fan of Beyonce, but you I ain't are, part of no are, Beehive. You are Beehive, okay? You probably you more. You more of a fan than us. Like I can't, I can't Beehive rank. Beehive is people that fly across the country to go see her tour and see it both nights in Sweden. That that's the Beehive. No Beehive are people who just defend Beyonce and think everything she does is great, no matter what. No, I don't think everything <laughs> that she does is great. I just said Sasha Fierce was horrible. Yeah. I don't like the fact that she went into acting at one point. I don't yeah, think she she's a great actress. Yeah, I yeah. don't. She did when she did The Lion King and she was Nala. They had to give her lines. She didn't need no lines because she didn't need yeah. to be in The Lion King. The movie didn't even need to be made, but that's all. That was a horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. It was not that good. I was so mad. I was like, oh, I was so excited for Beyonce to be. I was like, oh, what's she gonna sound like? Then I, I heard her. And I was like, <laughs> I love Beyonce, but her voice is not meant for animation. Yeah, it's I, not. I got to be it's honest not. too because we had this argument. Me and Ryan had this argument. Mm-hmm. About like I thought it was a good idea that they were remaking it to look more realistic, but it wasn't until I saw them singing like the actual animation singing, mm-hmm. well, I just can't wait, and it just looked so weird. It like, looked weird. Just it imagine a right. just imagine a lion, a real lion, just jump up and start singing and showing his teeth, like that. It just didn't look real at all. It just looked bad. 
And I ain't, I ain't even talk. I ain't even watched the movie. I just watched a couple clips, and I'm just like, nah, this ain't it. I, I, uh, yeah, I gotta walk that one back. I went to go see it in theaters, and I was oh, in the man. beginning. It was great. Like the beginning of the movie, it was awesome. And then as it got further in, I was just like, they changed the arrangement of the songs. That pissed me off. I was like, Akuna Matata is a fucking classic, <laughs> and you changed it to this shit. I was mad. I was mad. Okay, let me rank my Beyonce albums. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Number one, Lemonade. Okay. Number two, I forgot. Number two. <laughs> you want two? me to read them for you? Yeah. Okay, number two is four. Okay. Number two is four. No, just actually switch that around. I'm sorry. Four. four is number one. Number two is Lemonade. Number three is B-Day. Number four is Renaissance. Um... And then what she got left after that? Dangerously in Love, her first one. Okay, so, yeah, so Dangerously in Love and... Self-titled. Self-titled. Oh, I didn't really like self-titled. Wow. Really? I like I like a lot of it, but not, not a whole... Like, like, when you listen to self-titled and then listen to Renaissance, she was experimenting with the dance music and the EDM, and then she kind of, to me, she kind of made it a lot better with Renaissance because she went full throttle. So, yeah, so number, what did I say number five was? I forgot. Number five. Uh, I think you said Dangerously in Love. Okay, and then number six will be self-titled, and then the last one would be I Am. Oh, wow. The controversial like list with the Beehive, I'm sure. Mm, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. What they gonna do? Come as long as you don't dox me, we good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they come out. They gonna come out to you for that one. You said she can't act either. Damn. She. I'm sorry. She, she can't. No, because I mean, what was the very first movie she did? It was Austin Powers. Yes. And even then, I, I was not a that. fan. She did Pink Panther. Uh-uh-uh. I, I forgot like... about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> the only they thing... really tried to make Beyonce they an did, actress yeah. one, But I forgot about that. I they did really too. did try with her. They the thought she was going to movie... be J-Lo part two. The... Yeah. The only movie I would say I really liked her in because of the singing, obviously, is Cadillac Records. Oh, yeah. Because she, I mean, she did her thing as Etta James, even though Etta James couldn't stand her ass. But... Was she in Dreamgirls, too? Oh, and Dream Girls. Okay, those are the only two movies. Dream Girls. And I think and I think it's fair to say Jennifer Hudson kind of cleaned her up a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you think about it, Jennifer Hudson was the actual the main star. Beyonce was a name that they put up there, but the story itself was about Effie. Yeah, but you you still had Beyonce kind of prime Beyonce in that movie. So yeah, no, I don't I, think I nobody agree with you. Yeah, so I'm just saying like the even though everybody eyes, everybody's eyes was on Beyonce because it was a big role, a lot of promotion. I mean, the big rollout for it. The main star was Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. You know, but Beyonce, because she was so big at that time and still is. I mean, let me just make sure to say that um, because she was so big at that time, they forefronted her, you know, for people to pay more attention to her than to me to then Jennifer Hudson. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what the uh, Beehive thinks about that. I think there's very controversial about, takes here with your album ranking. <laughs> um, so last but not least, we'll we'll cover this because uh, I did see this and I thought it was just kind of funny. 
So I guess uh, the paparazzi, the tabloids or what have you, will have uh, apparently obtained the birth certificate of Rihanna's latest baby. And have y'all seen the name of this little brother? His name is uh, Rizza, R- like Rizza the rapper. RZA. Producer, RZA. Yeah. Ath- Athelston Mayers. I mean, so. that's a good-ass name, but I don't <laughs> like the fact that they shared his birth certificate. Daily Mail was wrong for that. They were definitely wrong for that, and that's when invasion of privacy comes into play. Like, the name, okay, cool, share that. But the baby's birth certificate? The baby? Oh, the yeah, security, the, oh, the yeah. social security number wasn't on there. Like, that's just... That's too much. I, I wonder what people be thinking when they do stuff like that because I would feel they dirty. Want money, money. The same it, way somebody released the photos of Rihanna after Chris Brown put his hands on her. I Nobody thought that was photos. like a mugshot taken from the police department. I didn't know anybody took that and sold it. They did. No, okay. Oh. They people hmm. they no, they didn't release it, not the police station. Somebody took it in and put it out there. Oh, yeah, my, I know that. Yeah, my my thing is when these blog sites and all that stuff, outlets post the post the stuff, and they're clear. And it's not even for it. it clearly doing it for clicks. Yeah, that's the hate. that's the that's the problem I have. With me. I would feel dirty, man. Like if if we had that birth certificate right now, and it was not out, I would probably do something clever like hmm. I, I bet you Beyonce and ASAP Rocky would probably name this baby something like Rizza or something. Beyonce. I, or not, did I say Beyonce? Rihanna. Yeah, you did. Yeah, my bad. I'm still not thinking about Beyonce. breaking up happy homes. I know. But um, <laughs> I, w- I would say something like, I wonder if Rihanna and ASAP Rocky would name their baby something like Rizza. I would just put that tweet out there so I can know, I, I, I know I'm going to be right eventually and my tweet going to look amazing. I agree with that. I would do that too. I, would I wouldn't that. put. I wouldn't post the the birth certificate. No, they definitely shouldn't. Have My that. takeaway wasn't necessarily the birth certificate. It was more so the, the fact name. that she named her son Rizzo, or they named their son Rizzo. Well, ASAP Rocky's real name was Rakim. After... I didn't know that. Oh, but you didn't to know? Be fa- I didn't know that until just the, when this uh, um, baby was released. Apparently, the their dad is a huge hip hop head. Yeah, Rakim. The, the, the daughter rapper. is named Erica B. And the son is named Rakim. <laughs> yeah, so, I did remember that. Yeah. But to be fair, like Rakim is Rakim is like one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. RZA. Yeah. I mean, is RZA. He's he, he not even the he's greatest a huge producer. Fan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Maybe he's just a huge fan, and they have a certain friendship because they all are from the same area. Because ASAP is from Harlem. Oh, Harlem, okay. But no, RZA, them. they're from Love. RZA from, Island, right? He from Staten, Staten Island. Island, ain't he? Staten yeah. Island, okay, that's they what I thought. Shaolin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they friend, they're both from New York, so like yeah. he's this, probably this, just a huge fan. Very cringeworthy to name your son the rap name of somebody who's still alive. Like, am I just not I'm I'm not the only one who's weirded out by this shit? It, it reminds me of when Drake gets like a tattoo of shot A, but worse. You naming a yeah. baby after a nigga that's alive, and 
and it's, this is very cringeworthy to me, man. Like people do it every day. They name their kids after somebody that's really close. Yeah, to but I mean, that's somebody who's not going to be in the limelight, like Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's son. Let me let me. Ask, I guess it's better yeah. than like King or Prince or whatever the fuck. Let me let me let me ask you this: Which one is worse, them naming their kid RZA, like RZA, or Future actually naming this kid Future? And even though Future not even his real damn name, Sierra I, pissed me off with that one. <laughs> I think Future is corny, but at least Future is like the dad's name. That's not his real but, name, though. But the, this is rap. Is his rap name? They. I wouldn't have said anything if they named the kid Rocky, even though Rocky is not Rock. His real name. That's just his nickname. But RZA. <laughs> I didn't even know. Like what? I'm surprised Rihanna went along with this. That's what really gets me. Like I, mean, I like, could understand if it was ASAP Rocky and like an Instagram girl. And they named their son Rizza. How did um, Rihanna let, go along let, with this? Let me try to. Kanye named all of his kids with Kim. Chicago, yeah, North and West, North, and West. Psalms. But that's not same. people. But still, <laughs> but people in weird the same names. industry as him. Yeah, they're weird. Celebrities all have weird yeah. names for the kids. I'm, I don't care that it's weird. Is that it's a rapper's name who's still alive? Uh, do you? Let me ask y'all this. Do you think it could be? Nothing have nothing to do with the actual rapper or producer Rizza. No, there's no way. You think it's something? Come on, I'm trying to speak after that. Like, let's be. I let's, think it's a respect factor. That's what I think it is. It's a respect factor. He respects him as an artist, as a rapper, and he probably looks up to him. And he felt like, let me name my child this since my name is Rakim. I'm gonna name him after a rapper I loved. Just keeping the tradition going. That's I think that's. But what, again, how did Rihanna agree to this? Is my question. Cause she love us some ASAP. Was there a deal where she names one and he names the other? That's the only way I can think of this. Cause they already have a kid. Maybe she named, I don't even know what their first kid is named. Maybe she named the first one and they had a deal, like a contract. <laughs> I named the second one. You can't say no. The yeah, baby's the first name is, RZA. His name is RZA. The first, the, the boy, the son now is named RZA. Oh, I thought that was the kid that I was, that unborn. was the kid. The unborn no, kid. No. She hasn't even had her kid yet. No, she hasn't so had never her mind. So okay, yet. so the first okay, never mind. The kid yeah, is already the, born. I was like, where were you going with okay, this? Okay, never mind. I'm sure no, I thought second, the new baby was named. Okay. No, no, no. The son is named Riza. Um, they're speculating that her current pregnancy, she's having a girl. Oh, okay. That's what they're speculating. So Okay. I was gonna say the next kid ain't gonna be Jizza. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, if Rihanna's gonna name it, it's probably gonna be like fucking Scissor. Uh Nina Sky. I don't know. <laughs> Nina Simone. Luma D, maybe. Luma. I don't fucking know. She might name her after Beyonce. Remy Ma. Maybe. Giselle. Remy Ma, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Or who's a who's a good MC fe- Light? <laughs> who's a female? Oh <laughs> she ain't gonna name her MC Light. Look, my be best friend after... told me she's gonna name her son Sir Marvel. Literally, Sir Marvel. At least it ain't Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Jalen? What's wrong with Jalen? It's too many of them. Yes, there's too many Jalen's. It's too many Jalen's. <laughs> too many. Too many. There's a lot of Ryan's in the world. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, but Ryan Rocket is a unique name. Okay, it's not like any old Ryan. Ryan Rocket, you gotta yeah. say the whole thing Just, like the tribe called it sound, Quest. It sounds like you could be a news anchor. Or a porn star. Yeah, 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 Ryan yeah, Rocket. yeah. <laughs> it, sound, it does sound like a 
a 1940s like comic book character. That too. Ryan Rocket and, and, dun, 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 dun. and Doug Danger or some shit like that. Uh, that's a good idea. You should Danny Danger and Ryan Rocket. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. I want 10%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think we could go ahead and wrap this podcast up. It's been a spicy one, but it's been a good one. I actually, I really enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for coming on, Jake Bell. Thank you for uh, beefing with our comment team <laughs> as well. Just tell them they don't want no smoke with me, okay? Apparently not. Apparently not. Who wants smoke with me? They don't want no smoke with me, man. You gonna squabble, nigga? You gotta play that one more time for me. Teach your man how to squabble. Teach your man how to squabble. Get that trigger next time, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> So go ahead and where can the people find you? Where can they keep up to date with what you're doing, what you got going on? Plug your stuff, J, uh, J Bell. I don't know, because I don't want Miguel trying to follow me. Well, hey, a fan is a fan, okay? Hey, Even you, you should welcome all look, we no. on the podcast welcome all feedback, positive and negative, okay? Anybody listening and paying attention is a good thing. Anyone anyone that's been watching and you want to actually follow me to be nice and interact with me, you can follow me at, (laughs) because I'm going to be real, because I'll block you. Why? Don't block people. You're a personality. You got to, don't block people. It's called protecting your peace and not losing your job. See, the key key is mute. You can mute. The key is block. No, No, you got to mute. See, when when you block people, that gives them ammo. Exactly. In my no, opinion. No, I made no. them mad. I made them mad after clicking an extra button. Mute is, you'll, they'll never even know. Yeah, you ignore them. like you don't care about what they say, which yeah. you really shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can, like you, means, can, you can still... No, block actually means what it means. So if you try to comment on my page or something that I said, and you can't get to it, blocked. But you, uh, to me, I feel like you should always block like an ex that you don't like. Like if you you know if you went through a lot of stuff with your ex, I don't want I don't want him interacting with me. I don't want him to see me. Like that's a to me that's a block. But if it's some type, my exes follow me. Well, I do have one ex that follows me. Um, I had him blocked and that unblocked him. I, I just I you know none of my exes don't bother me. They they try, but they know I ignore them real quick. They 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 end up leaving me alone. You gotta do like see you gotta do that to the listeners. Because even though some of these listeners, like, and I go through it from 10 to 2 every day, some of them be saying some wild stuff, but they still listen. Oh, I know. Cause so, when, so, didn't they attack me that day? That man was talking shit uh, about Oh, yeah. I meant, to bring, I meant to bring that up. So, uh, backstory. <laughs> so, Ross Tucker, um, you could, you could hear he all over the place, former NFL player. He hop on the station from time to time. He was, um, so he's very sar- sarcastic. Like, you can't really tell if you don't know him. And uh, I forgot what he took. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was at the Super Bowl Super Bowl parade, and he was, like, down in beers and all that stuff. And he was being funny, like, oh, my God. What did uh, he say? He said, oh, my God. This, like, I'm this. about the kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's do- drinking all this beer. For- what about the kids? And, you know, he was being funny, though. He was being funny, and a couple people, including Jay Bell, kind of went at him like, what's wrong with him drinking beer? Ain't nothing wrong with that. But 
she didn't know he he was joking around. He was being funny. You know how people tweet, try to be funny. And um, a lot of sports <laughs> people they start coming going. for me, honey. Oh, yeah. They coming for me. Yeah. So you, you know what you I You deleted did? the tweet, I deleted. <laughs> deleted the you tweet. You ran from the smoke. Yeah. I ain't run from it. I ain't exactly No, you ran. No, you I ran. don't got time for it. Let you should have. Look. Let me, in, in our profession, our job is to go viral by any means necessary. Okay? Content it over is. everything. Any not, content I'm not over arguing everything. with a whole bunch you of people. You don't have to people. argue with them. That, that's ba- that's basically down. what you're going to end up doing. Double down. Arguing. You should have doubled down, Jay. Yeah, Look, they're not going to like you anyway because they're sports people. <laughs> okay. Double down. Okay. Make them really mad. See, we got to control <laughs> the spirit of the. We gotta, I'm going to say it again. Fuck them people. With, but see what you what you got to do. Like I never. Don't d- giving me advice when I've already made my decision. I'm Move just. On. We're just trying to talk you into. Yeah. No. Well, never mind, whatever. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> see, I'm the mute. I'm the mute king. Like you could talk all day long. I won't see it. I won't get a notification, and I will move on. So, I won't see it either if I block you. <laughs> I still get followers. I mean, it's not like I don't get followers. Yeah. I'm just not going to deal with the disrespect. Like, and I said, once that whole thing happened, I was like, oh, I didn't realize. I did not know. And I then I deleted the tweet. Because those sports fans are not going to follow me because I do gossip and I do entertainment news. But I'm also not going to argue with people on Twitter because I am a public persona. And believe it or not, these managers be checking for that shit when they be looking for your, your social medias. So, so they hey, see this me arguing. Went viral and stood on their square. No, that's not. What I like you got Moxie. Saying. You're hired. That's not what a lot of these PDs are going to see when it comes to a black woman. But that's a conversation for another day. So we said we wrapping up today. So it's ten <laughs> o'clock and I'm ready to go lay down and watch. Go yeah, ahead she, and plug your. She pulled the Birdman on us. Y'all finished or y'all done? If you act you disrespectful, you gonna get blocked. It's but at J Bell on air. I'm not listening to you, Ryan. You've been talking shit all night. Find find Jay Bell on Twitter and tell her she is a very passionate person who is great at her job and you appreciate what she does. And don't say anything more than that because she'll block you. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. See, this is, this is sarcasm and jokes, okay? Yeah. Calm um, down. We're just yeah. playing. I know you. what sarcasm is. I just didn't realize you was doing it. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. She has a... Great content feed. She's great at what she does. So make sure you follow her for all the news and everything she does. So we enjoy having you on the podcast, JB. Yes. Glad you made time for us on this lovely Friday evening. And uh, thank you for providing your outlook and views and thoughts and sharing it with us and having a great discussion uh, with our listeners as well. Well, hopefully they like me, even though I cussed some of them out. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. But it's it's all good. It's let all me, great. Let me, I'm going to apologize, okay? I'm so sorry if I said anything rude or mean to anyone on here, but I don't take disrespect. But it's all good. I do apologize. You guys do not deserve that. I never act like that in real life unless I'm disrespected. Which in this it's, case, is how it's I It's all it's all love on the gym. I'm just saying, podcast. I just want to make sure that people realize that's not my real personality. I don't yeah. go around just cussing out people just because. That's all. Yeah, you hear that, Miguel? She apologized, so you win. Okay, I'm just I know. kidding. I didn't apologize <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I apologize I'm kidding. in general. Miguel so yes. 
Thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, go follow the lovely J Bill. I know <laughs> what you're saying. You're talking shit again. Anyway, uh, appreciate you on the podcast. Appreciate all y'all listening. All y'all who came through on the YouTube. We'll be back. A special guest again next week, potentially, yeah. maybe, hopefully. For y'all um, sports so. fans. Or yeah, for y'all, this wasn't the podcast for y'all sports fans, but <laughs> next week we promise we will deliver, well, as much as we can for our next guest. It will be sports-centric and it will be more sports talk and things that y'all love as well. So appreciate y'all, love y'all, and until next time. Peace.